What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday, Falkers. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. Got to relax some before we got into this Monday, 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 Monday. Gross. Gross-ass Mondays. Anywho, welcome to Nonsense with Nonsense. I'm Glick. Connor will be joining us momentarily. He's running a little bit behind. That's okay. We get the show started without him. And then, of course, as we know, Tony's working. Jeff don't do Mondays. So now you guys are stuck with me in the meantime. Because <laughs> I have no life except for this podcast. So, teasing. <laughs> Anywho, hopefully you guys did have a good weekend. If you're not already, go ahead and check us out. On all them socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Come hang out with us live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Around 7-ish. And if you can't join us live or you miss an episode and you want to get caught up or you're feeling just a little nostalgic and you want to hear how bad we were when we first started, you can get every episode on Spotify and Zencaster and Basically, everywhere you listen to podcasts at, all at Nonsense One Nonsense Podcast. Go give us a follow. Give us a listen. And if you'd be so kind, give us a share. We greatly appreciate that. <clears throat> really tempting fate. <laughs> um, oof, I spent all day yesterday. Not all day yesterday. Like, most of the day yesterday. Just feeling like complete Shit. Stomach bug of some sort. I don't know what the hell's going on. Now I just feel um, sleepy, sleepy, sleepy today. <laughs> Nikki's home. <laughs> but, uh, huh? Said, what dumb don't love me no more. What is that? I don't know. She's been talking shit. I walked through the door 10 seconds ago. She always does. Hi. Hi. Okay, here, when Connor gets here, I want to ask him if he's seen anything about the, uh, <laughs> I know if Tony was here, he'd be very opinionated about the brawl in Alabama. Is that what he was talking about? He made a post about, anybody have a cool video? I can't find it. Uh, yeah, well, he made a, he had put a post up earlier, some guy talking about it, very one-sided and per the norm with social media these days. Um, and I went and searched for it, and I found like five different ones. So why he can't find it, I don't know. But I know YouTube's pulling them down. But what I don't. Uh, so uh, a riverboat was trying to pull up to a dock in Alabama, okay. and goofy ass, probably drunk idiots were on their pontoon boat, white people, <laughs> and the security guard came over. He was black. Told them to move their fucking boat, blah, blah, blah. Him and another guy got into a fight. Another guy jumped in, and then, like, 70 black people came flying in, and they were hitting everybody, men, women, and children. And now everybody's like, woohoo, good job to the black people. Yeah, we're standing up for ourselves. It's like, it's fucking 2023. There's more videos on the internet of you guys jumping unprovoked white people then one, then 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 this goofy ass, and and the crazy part about it was the break. The fight had been broken up. Oh, 
And then everybody in, converged on and jumped them. And like I said, they were hitting fucking everything that was moving that was white. Wow. Um, so it, it, basically everybody that was involved should be arrested and locked up because they were all in the wrong. And those idiots on the pontoon boat were just being fucking assholes. You know, that, I guess that's where that riverboat docks all the time. Okay. That security that security guard was just doing his job, but in, in my opinion, everybody involved should be fucking arrested and locked up. But can't nothing happen in this world today without it being turned into a race thing. Just the way our media and government wants it. Keep us divided and separated. <laughs> And some of you fuckers buy into it. Hook, line, and sinker. Either way. Yeah, well, I was... Uh, <laughs> I seen, seen a comment. There's one guy commented, and he said, of course, the cops don't get involved until the black folk get involved. Well, not really the situation. They had to wait for the cops to get there. <clears throat> And just so happened when they got there, all hell had already broken loose. But and then they broke it down. One guy broke it down that that, that area down there in Alabama was where um, they did all the slave trading. And uh, there were so many slaves that came through there that they had to build like they had to build like uh Buildings, basically, um, overstock buildings is kind of what they described it as. And it's just like, you really got to compare something that happened over all, you know, almost 200 years ago to a fight that broke out this weekend. Like, <laughs> I don't know. People really do be on a whole other level of fuckery. Let's call a spade a spade, man. A couple people got a little bit too big for the britches and then a whole mess of people who had nothing to do with it stuck their noses into it. Now everybody's going to go to jail. Break the law. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. There is and never will be a color bias if you play stupid games. It's just, just how it works. But I digress. That's some heavy shit to get into, like right in the very beginning of the show. <laughs> but no, I know Tony. Uh, hopefully, he found the video. But I imagine the next time he's here, he'll uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more and more in depth. Anywho, not much really going on since Saturday. Um. Not much in the news, anyways. I gotta get, I gotta stay out of this damn YouTube uh, rabbit hole that I find myself falling into all the time with, with these <laughs> idiots on the internet. Really, I don't want it later. Something that I did see. It's all downhill. I didn't really blow my. Life. <laughs> I 
it didn't really blow my load. It's just, um, like that's a that's a that's a story to have with mul- like with multiple people on the panel, so you guys could kind of chit chat about it. I like you said, it, it's crazy all the way around. I don't care how you look at it, but to turn it into a, you know, regardless of the situation. To turn it into a race thing and be like, "Ah, we got you, ladies." Okay, <laughs> Good job, I guess. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and surprise, and surprisingly, for as big as that story is, and and everything that's going on with it right now, um, it. Because I listen to talk radio all day long, it did not come up one time today at all. What's going on, Senor Connor? Hola, senors y senoritas. Soy Hola. el jefe. Como está? <laughs> Parlez-vous France? Ah, merci, oui, oui. What's going on, Miguel? Oh, that shit. Just yammering through a couple minutes of uh, of uh, call it a glick rant. Talking about all that shit that happened down in Alabama. What happened in Alabama? There was a big old fight on a boat dock. Riverboat was trying to dock. Bunch of goofy ass. I'm assuming probably been drinking a little bit too much out on their boat. Crackers got loud with a black security guard, then they whooped his ass, and then like 70 black people jumped them and was hitting men, women, and children and everything and everything. It was white, and now black people are like, ha ha, we got you, whitey. <laughs> so, <laughs> Connor's cane. <laughs> nice. A BBC. Big black. Speaking of golf, Hawk, my bad golf. I dropped the ball. Hey, boys. Look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at? I figured you already did that. No, I didn't. You're behind the ball. I am behind the ball. I'm fucking up here. We got Connor back off of IR. He was on the the IR Saturday night. (laughs) We had to send him to the ER for evaluation. (laughs) Yeah, we had a a few issues. That's all right. Jeff and I rocked it it old school, just the two of us. That's right. That was a fun time. That shit sucked. But it was the fastest I've ever been in and out of an ER in my life. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I was only there for like two and a half hours. Oh, shit. Yeah. Usually the wait time at, at the Army hospital here is somewhere around four hours. But they had me in, in a room within the first hour and then uh, sat around and the doctor came in. And we talked about everything that was going on. And she's like, wow, it sounds like uh, your nerve medication is not doing what it's supposed to. So we'll give you we'll give you this medication and it should. Uh, because it works differently than the one that you're on right now. It's going to essentially mess with them in a different way. And so she gave me that. And then she gave me some, uh, some different narcotics, a little bit stronger and then uh, some muscle relaxers and sent me on my way. 
but uh, whew, that was that was rough. I was I was struggling. I went from ah, I'm, I'm doing okay to like man, it felt like there were knives in my quad. It was horrible. But that's why we're here. Yeah, Jesus. Well, you know, it's 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 cool that they were able to get you. I mean, shit, just. I, I now thankfully I haven't been to the ER in a very long time for myself or anybody else. But the last time I was in the ER, I think I spent well, let's see. The last time I went to the ER was I was down in Charleston, but I think I was there for about six hours, seven hours. But I waited to get back into a room for like two hours and some change, uh, and then they were like, well. They had to run a whole bunch of tests because they thought that I, they thought I might, I, that I might, might have had appendicitis because of my symptoms and stuff like that. Well, it turned out I just had a, an infection in my intestines or some weird shit. I don't know. That's that's good. So yeah, I guess I could have died or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I swear every every time I go to the doctor, they tell me something else is fucking wrong with me. That's why I don't the go problem, to the doctor. That the problem is like. It's not the civilian world where if I go to the doctor and they tell me something's wrong with me, I'm paying them to like, these guys are like, I'm going to get paid the fucking same, whether you're sick or not, but this is what's wrong with you. So I kind of trust when they say, Hey, you're fucked up because it's a military doctor. And they're usually like, take some ibuprofen, change your socks and drink some water. Yeah. (laughs) When they say you're fucked up, you're kind of fucked up. (laughs) Rub some dirt in it. You pussy. Get back to like, change, change your socks, then take this take this little white pill, and when you wake up, you'll have metal in your back. What? I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> well, that escalated quick as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, this isn't what we talked about. <laughs> we'll have you back in formation in no time, soldier. <laughs> they didn't cover this in tactical casualty combat care. What the fuck do I do? Uh, you'll never be able to pass through TSA with these anymore, but. <laughs> <laughs> beep, 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 beep. What was that? My back. Okay. Oh, that one's my foot. I forgot about that one. <laughs> fucking. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, that was funny, too. Uh, what was it, three, three, four weeks ago when I, I broke my foot? They took three different x-rays of this thing. So I went in the day that it happened. I went in because like, dude, I know I just fucking broke my foot. I know exactly what just happened. Went into the urgent care because I didn't feel like waiting at the ER. And uh, the urgent care took x-rays and they were like, all right, we don't see anything on here. It's probably just a really bad sprain. I was like, all right, whatever. And they sent me on my way. And the next day I was like, dude, I still can't, I can't put any weight on it. And I fucking went to the ER on post and they're like, Something's definitely re- really wrong, but uh, but we don't see any fractures on the um, on the X-ray. I was like, okay, so they're like, we're gonna give you a boot, and you know, you hold on to this for three weeks, go follow up with your doctor, and and yada yada. Three weeks later, I go and get new X-rays, and the X-rays come back. I got a broken foot. I'm like, what the fuck? How are they using the X-ray scanner app on their phone to do an X-ray of your foot? <laughs> <Not right. laughs> We're gonna, have to do on our phone. We're gonna go ahead and do an x-ray that way. <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I did the same shit to my right foot. Like, I know exactly what it feels like. I'm telling you, I broke my fucking foot. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, the x-ray keeps coming back clean. I'm like, all right, dude. 
And uh, yeah, that shit, that shit had me pissed off though, because when I went, as long as I don't name names, I think I'm good. Uh, I went to go see my PCM, my primary care physician, and uh, I went in there, and she he had somebody that was relieving him or standing in for him because he was on leave. Go in, and I'm in the boot, you know, and just like, hey, I'm here to follow up, you know, get x-rays, whatever, and, and if you tell me I'm good to come out of the boot, then I'll come out of the boot. She was like, okay. Let me let me take a look here at your chart real quick. And the first thing that pops up is the fucking 900 medications that I'm on. Oh, shit. And she's like, can you go ahead and walk on it without without the boot? And I walked on it. I'm still pretty sore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, OK, I think you can go ahead and dip, ditch the boot. We're going to get more x-rays and double check. Um, but we're going to stop you on all these medications and just put you on ibuprofen and Tylenol and just switch back and forth between those two. I was like. Listen here, dipshit. No, the fuck, because the way that it works in the in the army, at least, is you have a medic, and your medic is obviously he's not like an MD or anything. And yeah. the medic was I've seen her multiple times before. She's seen me. She knows why I have the walker. You know. Yeah. She knows my fucking name, and she as soon as this fucking this doctor said that shit, she like looked at her like what because and my response was genuine i was like uh no we're not no we're not gonna stop those she's like excuse me i was like yeah no i I use those for my back i'm not going to stop this 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 and this i don't know why the fuck you would tell me to stop with my heart with my blood pressure pressure medication when i've got high blood pressure right here just took just had it taken and i took my my blood pressure meds this morning i'm like you just didn't read my chart at all, and then I'm said, not a fan, you're a fucking idiot. I'm stop all your medications. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is why the army medical system sucks so much, so much. And I, I mean, I say as long as I don't name names, I won't be in trouble. But I, I'm telling you, dude, if, if there was a single person from the military listening to this right now, they'd be like, yep, because it, I'm not the only one that that shit happens to. And the yeah. problem well, is you, you, know, get, like, you get these like, lower enlisted dudes who hear a doctor tell them to stop fucking taking medication and they don't question it. They don't mm-hmm. advocate for, their, for themselves. And they're like, oh, OK. And then fucking a year later, they're fucking bending over sideways. I don't know what's wrong with me, doctor. No, I mean, that, that unfortunately that happens in the civilian world, too. I mean, hell, when COVID was a thing and Jeff had COVID for like the 27th time in a year. He went to the doctor. The doctor is like, of course, he's in Mexico. Uh, you have to shave your beard. Otherwise, you're going to get COVID again. <laughs> what Jeff do? Came home and shaved his beard. And I'm like, Jeff, I, I, don't, I don't think it works that way, dude. I'm like, I'm sure <laughs> you, you might, like, if you coughed or sneezed, yeah, you might get germs in your beard. But just fucking wash it. Like. Take care of it, you know. Take a shower every day, and you'll be fucking fine. I was like, I don't think that there's any medical evidence that says if you have a beard and you shave it, it'll prevent you from getting COVID. (laughs) Like, if you have a beard, you're predisposed to get COVID. What? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I don't think that's how that works, homeboy. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but at this point, I feel like I could be, I'm I'm more than qualified to be a doctor in Mexico. (laughs) Mm hmm. 
Oh, where'd you get your MD from? Uh, med school. Hmm. Which one? The one where you learn about medicine. Hmm. <laughs> Jeff is a COVID over. Just bathed in COVID. I believe, I believe it. I told him, I said, you're more likely to get COVID again from your bathroom because you never leave it. And I'm pretty sure one of your dogs have been dead in there for the last six months. So, <laughs> so you might want to check that. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, yeah. I don't, I don't do toxic, man. You know, like I said, I mean, I know. Like right now, I got a couple things going on. I should probably go to the doctor, but at the same time, I'm going to go to the doctor, and then they're going to tell me 20 other things are wrong with me. Yep, and I'm I'm good not knowing. Hmm. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> well, you're you're in your sixties. You're close to death anyway. So like, yeah, I've had a good run. I've had a good run, man. I'm 26. I, I should still have a lot of life left to live. <laughs> I, said, I said should. <laughs> Go fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think he had. I think I honestly, I think I think he had it. I think he had it three times. I think is what he said. In all honesty, <laughs> I think I think, it was, I think it was three times. But still, how does one get it three times when they never leave their house? Tony had it once, I think, and it's still kicking his ass three years later. You know, my ass was out everywhere. Working, uh, driving, driving all over the state of Ohio. I was, you know, delivering auto parts. So I was at truck stops and different stores and everything else like that, and never got it. I've gotten it once, and the only reason I know that I got it is because I got sick. I felt like shit, but it only lasted for like a day. And on the next day, Nikki and Carson and Bryson were all sick, and I was like. Oh damn! And then Kennedy got sick, and I was like, and she's like, I think I have COVID because I can't taste anything. I was like, okay, so I got those at-home COVID tests. I tested yeah. negative, and every single person in the house, other than me, tested positive. I was damn. like, oh, I got the whole, I got the whole house pregnant with COVID. <laughs> well, that, and you know, you're not going to get it because you got every vaccination known to mankind, and vaccinations not known to mankind, being in the military. <laughs> Yeah, all those, all those alien flus. I'll be good. Yeah, they're gonna bring the equivalent of smallpox with them, and I'll be, I'll be safe. <laughs> Fucking golf, that I'm eighty-seven and wolf year. <laughs> I look good for eighty-seven, though. I mean, I might not look good for, but I look good for eighty-seven. I might have been just have COVID. <laughs> you saying I was a super spreader all by myself. <laughs> yeah, you need to start you need to start carrying around a, a plant with you to replace all the oxygen you're stealing from everybody else. It was all in my beard. It was just in my beard and I would just go <laughs> I didn't Every take time just... he does this it goes Yeah. I just grab a handful of COVID when walk into a store. Like <laughs> like I'm like the Oprah of COVID. You get COVID. You get COVID. COVID for everyone. <laughs> Click the super spreader. They're the boy. No, I, you know, I was I was honestly surprised. I mean, I didn't change. Not that you know, I didn't change my lifestyle at all. And you know, everybody around me, like I knew several people that had gotten it and had it, and 
my my ex fiance, I think she got it twice. And <laughs> just like and I got the vaccine late in the game, like Yeah. And all and the only reason I did that was because I had to at, at when I was working at OSU. They they said we had to. <laughs> just, um as I've said before, I was never against it or for it. I was more of educate yourself and make your own decision. If you want to get it to make yourself feel better, then so be it. If you don't want to get it, don't get it. Yeah. And when they told me I had to get it at work, I put it off as long as I could. But in that time, I was asking friends that were in the medical field and and, and doing some research on my own and just kind of researching a little bit. And, and even to this day, I don't think it was anything more than saline. <laughs> that's it. COVID is COVID's wild, man. I mean, it, it, I've gotten it. Most of my family's gotten it, and we've all bounced back. The only person who didn't do super well with COVID was my mother-in-law. She got it while I was in Afghanistan. She ended oh, up wow. in, the ER, in the ER twice, once on a ventilator. Damn. I was like, and then I came home, and I got it the one time, and I was like, they're gone. I mean, it was like nothing. So it, it's a weird, it's a weird thing the way that it affects different people. Yeah, you know, it's everybody. You know, you could put a room of ten people with COVID in the same room together, and everybody's going to have different effects, and it's going to affect everybody differently. Or you know, even like the long term stuff. Because I, I worked with a guy at OSU that had gotten it early on, and when I started working at OSU, he still didn't have his. Uh, taste back or his or his uh or his smell um and then you got tony that's got and he's talked about it on here so it's not a big deal that i'm saying it but he's got all kinds of uh i guess it's called long COVID effects mm -hmm. i think it's just that tony's 115 years old and his body's just <laughs> i'm a part older than you are that's crazy to me hey i'm just saying I feel like every time I hop on this podcast, it's King of the Hill at the fucking nursing home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like Bobby 20 years later. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you're the only one on the show that's uh, walking around with a walker. <laughs> Which is fucking bullshit. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. Youngest guy on the show. Yeah, you got the oldest body. Dude, I'm telling you. And it's not like I haven't been hard on my body. Through the years, I mean, I've I've done construction work since I was 16, 17, you know, 13, 14, 15, yeah, something like that. Yeah, man. I mean, shit's wild, dude. I fucking I had an appointment last week on like Thursday or Friday, and it was the first time I've ever seen a a, a urologist. Uh -huh. Essentially, there I'm having issues with uh, avoiding my bladder. To put it in a good way, I can't piss. Mm -hmm. To me, it's like, yeah, man, this sucks, but like, it's whatever. You know, it comes with nerve issues, all this stuff, and I'm telling my doctor, I'm telling, I'm telling my doctor about it. She goes, "If you can't void your bladder completely, you need long-term care. We need to check on you like every six months and do an ultrasound of your bladder because you can get bladder stones, you can get bladder cancer, you can get all this different shit. And I'm like, mm -hmm. what the fuck? Yeah, right. Six, dude, this is ridiculous. 
<laughs> exactly. Now, one hundred percent golf. It was uh, like COVID. It, it literally was. I mean, it was just like rolling the dice when somebody mm -hmm. got you just roll the dice, and it's like this is what this is what's going to affect you. This is what's not going to affect you. You dumbass. McGillicuddy, you're going to not change your lifestyle at all. You're going to be around people. You're going to be doing what you were doing before, and it's not even going to affect you in any way, shape, or form. Now, I did get sick during COVID, and I was sick for about three weeks, and there was a couple times where I thought I was on death's bed, but I took multiple COVID tests during that period, and they all came back. They all kept coming back negative. I don't know what it was, but it whooped my ass for about three weeks. And that shit, when when they first took my mother-in-law to the hospital, my my brother-in-law was over at her house taking care of, taking care of her, and the reason that they took her to the hospital was because her face was turning blue, because she her her lungs weren't bringing in enough oxygen. That's a good reason to take her to the yeah. I'm just like, how do you how, how do mm. it's like what what was hypoxia right? You ever seen the the Air Force dudes train for uh, when they lose cabin pressure or something like that? I think I've seen like clips and stuff on it, like different documentaries. And shit. You just kind of get loopy, mm -hmm. and you can't because your lungs are still inflating and deflating, but yeah. you're, not, you're not getting any oxygen, so you just get loopy, and eventually you go to sleep. I was just like, "Base is blue." Yeah, that's a that's a good call. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's 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 kind of trippy, but uh, but it's 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 all gone now. Now COVID's not even a thing. Now it's it's non-existent these days. So mm -hmm. it's it's funny how anything about it. At least for a couple more months until COVID twenty-five comes around, and it's going to be worse. Mm -hmm. And we're all locked down again. Nope, it's got to happen before January of twenty-four. That's why I said, give us a few more months. Right around the time of. Uh, Mm, I won't you know, say it. No, no, no. Don't say it. As soon as you say it, man, all of a sudden our shit's going to be bugged. We're going to be fucking sitting here. Nonsensical nonsense. We're going to get canceled. The DR isn't even going to be able to listen to us anymore. We can't do that to the DR. We cannot do no. that to the Dominican Republic. No, don't say it. <laughs> they have nothing else going on with their life. <laughs> Poor bastards. Mr. Mr. Trump, I would like to have you on my podcast for a interview. <laughs> Mr. Trump. <laughs> nah, it it's funny. You know, it's like I said. You have the you have the one side saying all oh, COVID's fake, COVID's fake, COVID's fake, and then the other side is a complete one eighty extreme. Mm -hmm. COVID's gonna kill us all. We're all gonna die. <laughs> well, that's the way it is. I mean, and it's not just the COVID situation. I won't express my own political views, but it doesn't matter who starts it. The other side is always going to be a polar opposite. There's never somewhere where we can be meet in the middle and be logical. Well, you could be opposite, but it seems like one side is like, like the left will be so far extreme or the right will be so far extreme. Like mm -hmm. you, you, instead of, like there was no zero. Like everybody just started at a hundred. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I mean, that'd be like getting in your car, putting it in drive, and as soon as you let off the brake, you're automatically going a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, you know, like no buildup, no 
Shit blows my mind the way that people can act and and talk just about politics. I, I get it. it. It affects us in our day-to-day lives when you get down to the nitty-gritty of it. But realistically, I mean, everything changes over time. It's it's no, no president's going to come in and and I didn't say shit, go hawk. You said it. We're going to get canceled. They're going to swarm on us. But uh, we're speaking logically. Nothing moves at at a at a rapid pace when it comes to politics. I mean, even well, the big, and, and, like, like take Roe v. Wade for example. They've been talking about that since before Trump was in office. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about it since the Obama administration. And then it finally mm-hmm. happened, and then everyone's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe that so and so did this and so and so did that. It's all their fault." No, it's not. It's been years and years and years and years of lead up. So trust yeah. me, it don't matter who the next president is for the next four years. For there to be a significant change, you need to get the same type of leader time after time after time after time. Well, not only and that, here, but in, here, in two, here in two decades, maybe you'll see some change. You gotta you gotta put a fucking term limit on these assholes in 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 the, in the house. I mean, you got that one bitch in there that was there since before Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's, she's just lying in her pockets at, at this, at this current state of her career. But no, I agree hundred uh, percent golf. It's, it's gang mentality anymore. It's, it's mob mentality. Uh, when you talk about politics and shit like that, because, and I've said it before, actually, I just said it a few weeks back. I think I might've been doing the Glick show and, um, <clears throat> Since I've been an adult, 18 years old, Clinton was the first president when I was, quote, unquote, an adult. Since Clinton, all the way up to I'm 42, (laughs) it it has not mattered who was in office. My life has not really been affected that much. Mm -hmm. I might pay a little bit more in taxes. I might pay a little bit more in gas. You know, I might pay a little bit more at the grocery store, but nothing major has like completely affected my life so much. And and most of these people that are out there dancing and prancing around, acting a fucking fool, their life isn't being affected either. They're just not getting everything handed to them that they want. They don't. They're not able to just sit at home and have everything handed to them for free. I want to know what these motherfuckers' day jobs are. I think we should go back to a dictatorship. I'm gonna vote for King Macho Camacho. Is that my name? <laughs> I will be a fair dictator. I will let all the men live. That's why I tell the that's why I tell the kids in the house. This isn't a this isn't a democracy. This is a dictatorship, mm-hmm. and I'm the dick. <laughs> and you're the king. I'm the dick. Oh. Are Bitches. Diane Feinstein. Mm-hmm. No, they're all fucking, they're all, they're all in it for the money at this, at this point in time. And there should be term limits set for, 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 you know, these people in the house of representatives or, you know, whatever. And, and I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So I'm going to dance around it and go ahead and you know, like, look, I, I, 
I honestly don't know what the fuck their job is anymore. The last 10 years, it just seems like, like, like the house of representatives has, has turned into like some of these social media platforms. It's, it's just a pissing contest and everybody yep. wants to fuck about everything. Nobody's really doing anything to help the American people. No, they're just there for themselves. And, and, and they want to, and they they're like, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a schoolyard and, and you're fighting over the last basketball. It's when it comes to politics. At this point, everybody's fighting for it goes for all of them on the left and the right, Democrat, Democrats and Republicans. It goes for all of them. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and it, everybody wanna... at this point is running. They're just running for re-election. Nobody's actually running to try and make the United States better and, and actually help our people. Um, and, I, I think that's where, uh, <laughs> as much as uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. But yeah. Anyway, we need somebody. You're almost, to be, you're almost free. <laughs> I know, man. We need somebody to be in office who actually gives a fuck about the people and and isn't uh, isn't tied down and predisposed by politicians. And uh, that's that's extremely difficult to find because the only people that are good at politics are the politicians. I'm gonna uh, run for president. Oh, I'll vote for Glick. Vote I'm for Glick twenty twenty four. Glick twenty twenty four. Glick twenty twenty four. But don't let me become president because the first thing I fucking do as president is remove warning labels. <laughs> That's gonna be. <laughs> so I'm gonna be in the office. I'm gonna be in the office five minutes. First thing I'm gonna do is grab a beer and prop my feet up on my desk. And I'm signing a new law, remove warning labels. And if anybody tries to tell me otherwise, I'm going to use my presidential power and veto their asses. <laughs> we are removing all warning labels and we will let Darwinism take over. <laughs> hey, man, survival of the fittest is, is a rough way to live, man. I'd be surprised how <laughs> many people won't survive in survival of the fittest. Yeah, Honestly, I don't think my kids would live if, if it was survival. <laughs> it's my ball. <laughs> yep, survival of the fittest, man. Um, removing warning labels, and I'm gonna sit back and hand me another beer. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Tap into the NSA network to start watching people's video cameras. Mm. <laughs> this dude's about to dive headfirst into a two-foot pool. Let's yep, see what no, happens. No fucking warning labels, no cautionary uh, labels, no nothing. If you're not smart enough not to drink bleach, you're not smart enough to be here. <laughs> or if you're smart enough to drink bleach and live. Hey, and again, if you I want drink, your genes in my family. If you can drink bleach, yeah. Live. If you drink bleach and survive again, change terms with the house and center. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, in a heartbeat. I'm gonna change my terms too. No longer am I president, Glick. Now I am King Glick. And after a couple of years, I'll change my status to God. <laughs> I am your new God. <laughs>
Way too uh, much black. What's that? A lot of gay babies were just born. I can do whatever I want once I'm in godlike status. Quick, it's going god mode. <laughs> Isn't this genocide? Nah, he's a god. He's allowed to do it. <laughs> it's a cleansing. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I want to edit this part out. Like, it's a cleansing. <laughs> that sounds a little Hitlerish. <laughs> yeah, the weak will not survive. I'm not. I'm not targeting. Well, I guess I am targeting one specific group. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are people really going to be mad if you start? Are, are you? Are people really going to be mad if you start to take out the stupid people? I'm just saying. Well, I mean, a little bit, because stupid people are fucking fun. Yeah, I mean, we'll keep a couple of them around for entertainment, you know. We'll lock them in cages or something, I don't know. Let them out every once in a while. <laughs> zoo. Hey, Mom, can we go to the stupid zoo? <laughs> yeah, I think they just got a new glitch. <laughs> nobody, nobody will bat an eye, because I'll be in God mode. So they'll be like, hey, I mean... He is a god. He knows what he's doing. Walk into the zoo. I mean, really, no, nobody really batted an eye. <laughs> nobody really batted an eye in the Bible when God wiped out an entire city at Sodom and Gomorrah. Nobody batted an eye when he flooded the entire world and only saved Noah and his family and all the uh, and, and, and two animals of each. So, I think we're good. I'm no expert at this. I'm still learning. <laughs> uh, Click might be a little power hungry. I just want to make America awesome. <laughs> That's all I want to do. Gary be out that. I got a call from the school on day one. Oh, they already started school out there? Yeah. Uh, we sent our youngest to pre-K today with a packed lunch. Okay. He ate, he ate none of it and bought pizza from the lunch line. <laughs> nice. so I got a phone call from the fucking school. Your school lunch balance has a your your school lunch account has a balance of negative two dollars and ten cents, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, my uh, my uh, middle daughter last year because they have like you know like when we were in school you had the extras you could buy and stuff like that, but yeah. they you know they give they give kids like every day for lunch they got like two or three options. They have like their main thing, like whatever their main thing for lunch is. And then they've got an option between like a peanut butter jelly, a sandwich, and then something else. Uh, but then there's all the extras that they can buy. And my middle daughter last year, like by the second week of school, she had already had a balance of like $15 because she was just getting all this extra shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Well, I wanted chips. Oh, I wanted that. I wanted, I'm like, 
Easy killer. You know, we're already we're only two weeks into school. <laughs> Rack up like, a lunch bowl of seven hundred dollars by the end of the fucking Yeah, they're like, hell, if you want if you want extra snacks, I'll go to the damn grocery store and buy you some and you can just take them to school with you. It'd be a whole hell of a lot cheaper. Yeah. So starting off strong this year. <laughs> well, I mean, it could have been worse. It's not like he did anything. It's not like he went to school today and got into a fight the first day. Oh, he didn't. He didn't. My my youngest son did not, but my oldest son <laughs> was bragging about how he beat this kid up in a wrestling match. And I'm like, dude, you're six. There is no fucking shot that your teacher is assembling fucking wrestling matches. I was like, why'd you wrestle him? He was like, because he challenged me. I was like, it's good to know that you're not a bitch, but like, chill. I mean, you know, there was a teacher last year that that got fired because she was, she basically was having Fight Club in her classroom. Mm -hmm. You know, she was letting she was she was letting kids fight it out, and they were right in the middle of class. No, no. So I mean, it's not that far fetched that this teacher was like, "All right, who's ready to wrestle?" Ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do you mean you wrestled somebody? He was like, well, he challenged me. And then, so I pushed him, and he pushed me back. So I grabbed his legs and threw him on the floor. And I was like, okay. At least they weren't, like, naked wrestling in the locker room. Dude, I'm telling you, like, like the positive to this story is that he's not a bitch. Like, he's not going to back down. Another well, He's gonna get expelled. It's his first day at first grade. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it'd be all right. It'd be all right. <laughs> no, it was like earlier this summer. Cash got into a fight out here with one of the kids in the neighborhood, and I guess they were playing football or something, and it got a little bit too serious. Well, Cash got the best of the kid, and. When the kid said he was done, Cash got up and went to walk away, and another kid instigated it more. Well, the kid that Cash got into it with snuck him, yanked his feet out from underneath of him from behind, and punched him in the mouth. Well, when he came in, his mouth was bleeding and everything, I got involved, and I went outside. And I got the story of what happened was, well, Cash got the best of him. Another kid instigated it, and the, the kid who snuck Cash, his mom was out there because I went and got her. And right in front of everybody, I said, let this shit happen again. I'm going to come out here. I'm going to take my belt to all you little motherfuckers. And I said, you can tell your mommy. You can tell your daddy. You can tell whoever you want because they can all get it too. Mm -hmm. I said, if I find out that one of you fuckers sneak my son again, I'm going to come out here and I'm going to hold you and let him fuck you up. <laughs> Needless to say, they had no problems all summer. <laughs> Dude. I'm like, don't get mad because you get your ass whooped. <laughs> and don't be a little bitch after you get your ass whooped either. Listen, you lose the fight, you lose the fight. Turn around, walk away, put me in a. But uh, the, the boy's mom. I can tell this yet. The the boy's mom who uh, the boy who snuck cash. She told him after I said what I said. She's like, and I'm gonna let him. So don't come crying to me. <laughs> she was mad as hell. She told her. She said, "You get your ass back in that fucking house." You just got ungrounded from this dumb shit. Now you come outside day one and want to start it up again. So get back <laughs> in the house. Your dad gets home. I was like, oh, shit. 
I know that's not going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got to take the belt to him. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, not him and Cash have been good all year, but it's or all summer. I think it was just there's just, just that one little prick that lived here. He was a little instigator. He was always instigating shit out there. And he was the smallest one. I told him one day, I said, you're too small to be talking this much shit. I said, somebody's going to snatch your ass up and they're going to find you in a trash can or a dumpster. <laughs> These bigger kids are going to get tired of your goofy ass and throw you in a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> But now, nah, I mean, you know, that's a great, you know, that's one of those things about boys, hey, even girls. I mean, they're going to get in fights in school. It's inevitable. I mean, I mean, yeah, as long as they don't get fucking expelled, I'm cool. My thing is, is don't ever start a fight. Like, you're never going to get in trouble for me if you, if, if you're sticking up for yourself. But don't ever, don't ever let me find out you're starting a fight or you're picking on somebody or you're being a bully. Because, mm -hmm. That's going to be a whole bag of worms you don't want to open up. Can't stand bullies. I, I, I can't. I, you know, I was bullied when I was younger. And then I realized, why am I getting bullied? I'm bigger than everybody. You know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I can't stand them. I, yeah, I had a lot of friends that, that were bullied, and we became friends because I was like, I would stick up for them when I was growing up. It's just like this shit don't make no sense. Yeah, you know, like I've never understood a bully mentality. Yep. That's what first time somebody punches you in your fucking cocksucker, you go to cry. <laughs> well, because that's what I did when I was a kid. I was I was large for my age and never really let anybody pick on me, but I wasn't a physical dude. I wouldn't I wouldn't throw a punch unless it was absolutely necessary. I fucking there's this kid I Forget his name. He was like albino, right? Super weird kid. Fucking absolute poindexter. Like he's he kind of deserved some of the bullying, but it's not his fault, so he didn't. Yeah. Like, like I wasn't gonna go be best buddies with him. I'll talk to him. I'll say, hey, and be the nice thing. And like fifth grade, this dude like fucking shoved him to the ground. I'm like I'm standing right next to him. I fucking grabbed this dude, threw him on the ground, and punched him in his fucking mouth. I was like. The fuck is your problem? This dude is like three foot tall, albino, and like doesn't have any friends. And you're gonna throw him on a fucking ground. What's your problem? Yeah. Don't deal with me. Mm -hmm. And so that kid never got fucking picked on again. I'm but still the same way. Uh, I'm was still one weird motherfucker, though. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. You gotta you gotta be friendly with those weird ones because they're gonna be the ones that come and shoot up the office one day and you're like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna come in to shoot up the office and be like, "Hey, uh, go, uh, go grab lunch early today." <laughs> so there, you know, I'm generally, I'm generally for the most part, I'm nice to everybody I come across because, hi, buddy. I heard you had pizza for lunch today. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm generally. <laughs> Did you pack him a better lunch? 
Uh, I'm generally, you know, for the most part, I'm, I'm pretty much nice to everybody until they give me a reason not to be nice to them. And then once I once you give me a reason not to be nice to you, I'm a complete asshole. It is what it is. <laughs> the monkeys are out of the cage, and they're running. They're running around the the zoo. <laughs> This house might as well be a fucking zoo. It was so weird today having both of those boys gone at school. It's so fucking quiet. I got home and it was like, I can hear silence. I didn't know it was a noise, but I can hear it. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. I, I, shoot, I remember those days when my kids were younger and it was like, it was just constantly like, like, a, like a circus around the house. Yeah. Yeah, now, now it's a fucking ghost town when the kids are here. My oldest one, she's barely, rarely even even home when she's here. Well, next next week, because once she goes back to school, she's got a rude awakening. Because she spent her whole summer gallivanting out. Like last week, she was here with me. I didn't see her, but one day, she was at her friends all week. But when the school year starts, she doesn't get to do that this school year because last year she barely passed her junior year and now she's a senior so yeah. when she's here she's not going to see her friends she's not going hanging out she's going to school and she can go to work and that's her only two options mm -hmm. when she's with her mom on the weekends as i told her mom this is what i'm doing at my house you know i i really don't have a say at your house but you know if she's failing or she's she's not getting her homework done or shit like that i, I hope you'll you'll back me up and, and, and have the same mentality at your house. She's like, oh, no. We'll be checking her work every Friday when she comes home. All right. All right. Cool. Good, good. <laughs> My parents so, were the exact same fucking way. The only problem is I knew they were going to look at my shit. It wasn't going to change the fact that I wasn't going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, and that was, you know, and, I, and that's what I tried telling her last year. I'm like, A, if you just did your homework, you wouldn't have to worry about fail, be even remotely being close to failing. If you just turn this shit in, yeah. See, you have every resource under the fucking sun and teachers that are that are trying to help you succeed. I said, you have to realize you're not going. You're not at your high school. You're at a career center. You're you're at a trade school. They want you to succeed. Mm -hmm. They they are trying to help you succeed. You're not taking advantage of it. You know, there's no reason for you to be almost failing or damn near fail other than the fact that you're just lazy at the end of the day. Yep. I was lazy. I was a lazy-ass high school. Yeah. I mean, shit. You know, when I was in high school, I, I was terrible with my homework. I would turn it in, but it was it was usually late or whatever. But I was terrible, but I was good at test taking. And then when I got to the trade school or the career center, everything, all my classes, and that's that's the difference between high school and trade schools or career centers or whatever. Your classes are centered around what you're what you're going to school for. So you're not learning. Now you, you still have to take like your English because you have to have certain credits to graduate high school. But even in like our English class, it was catered towards helping us. Like I was in building trades, 
and and our job. So it was it, it was catered to helping us learn how to talk to customers or or have you know do presentations and stuff like that and make sure that you spoke you spoke properly or or this that or the other thing. But like all of our math was actual math that we would use. It wasn't mm-hmm. the you know uh, e equals f star x y seven times f3 what is you know it's like what the fuck mm-hmm. so I, thought, I was like you know if you're learning stuff that pertains to your 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 field so it's not even like you're learning shit that you don't have to ever worry about again yeah you know or that you'll never learn again but uh but i told her so this is your senior year you got to take shit seriously yeah but you know because once you graduate it's 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 real life after that. Yeah, all bets are off. It's it's fucking real life. You you don't have the no. Oh, I'm I'm a kid. I'm in school. Nope. It's it's real life. It's real life, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. In real life, is a kick right in the fucking dick. <laughs> yep. Nikki and I were talking about that in the car, or just just a little bit ago. She's like, so. We've decided we're moving to Columbus. Is that somewhere that you're cool with living for the next 30, 40 years? And I was like, How about the next 18? I'll be here. <laughs> I was like, she was like, What do you mean? I was like, once the kids get out of the house, if we want to move somewhere else, we're we're fucking moving. Like they're yeah. not tying me down. No. Exactly. She was, and she was like, she was like, well, they might still be in our house. And I was like, what the fuck makes you think that I want my kids to be in, in my house after 18? Like, I've got a door is open. Don't get me wrong. Door is open. Yeah, if you're struggling and you need a place to stay or you're going to college and you don't and you're at like Ohio State and you don't want to pay fucking board, mm-hmm. you know, then you can stay at our house, whatever. But once you turn 18, you're a fucking adult. I'm not keeping tabs on you. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do. You're going to learn the hard way the same way I did. I'm just going to give you advice when you ask for it. Well, yeah. And, you know, once once you graduate high school, whatever you decide to do, you decide to do. Yeah. If you go to college, you know, and you're in, and you're in the, you know, if you go to college somewhere close and you're in the state of Ohio, and like you said, if you you don't want to pay for, um, you know, bored and, and don't want to stay in the dorms and shit like that. Okay, cool. We'll we'll figure all that out as as we go. But no, Nikki and I've talked to that. My Nikki and I, we've talked about that. Once the kids are done with school and, and they're doing their own thing, I've said that since I came back from South Carolina. I don't plan on being in Ohio the rest of my life. Yeah. Once the kids are grown and they're 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 graduated from high school and they're doing their own thing. I'm either going back to Charleston or, you know, I, you know, Galveston has kind of popped up in my head, but I think at the end of the day, it's probably going to be Charleston. Yeah. You know, Char- in a couple of spots like Charleston, Tampa, Galveston, even like, uh, even like down in uh, like um, Louisiana or Alabama, somewhere down on the, down on the coast. You down on the- moving out to like Raleigh or, or Charlotte or. No, I want to live on the coast. Well, Raleigh's close. I mean, it's within an hour. Charlotte's a couple hours away. No, I want to be on the coast. I, I loved it uh, when I lived down in Charleston. 
So I want to be somewhere on the coast and I want to be down south. Well, you got but uh, Charles, what was it, Wilmington? Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. No, Charleston's my number one spot. I would love to go back to Charleston. And like Nikki and I have talked, you know, if we buy a house in the meantime, what are we going to do with it? And I was like, I'll probably just turn it into a rental property to be 100% honest yeah. with you. Yep. I mean, make make an income from that, you know, as well. Uh, especially with the way the market's going these days. I know how much I can get rental-wise depending upon what we buy. Yep. So, or where we buy. But ultimately, I want to be back down south and I want to be on the coast. Um, but I got to wait until the kids are grown and they're doing their thing. But again, you know, I, you know, like you said, I'm still going to have an open door policy. If I'm in, living in South Carolina and they fall on hard times or whatever, I'd be like, well, they didn't come down here, but you're going to get a job and you're going to be actively working on getting on your feet. You're not coming down for a free ride. Yeah. Yeah. Graduate college or, my, or high school. In my opinion, once you graduate high school, there's no more free ride. Even if you're staying with me, you're, you're going to be expected to have a job. And, you know, I'm not going to make you pay like half the rent or anything like that. But, you know, we'll work something out. You're going to learn responsibility. Yep. So. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what that's kind of what we talked about. I mean, but yeah, I wanted to move back to uh, to Raleigh because I, I absolutely love Raleigh. I've always loved visiting out there. And so, I mean, we've tossed around so many ideas for where we could end up and, you know, Raleigh, we talked about uh, Lexington, we talked about Frankfurt, we talked about Columbus, obviously, we talked about uh, down south in Cincinnati, uh, we talked about Charleston, um, and dude, if we, once the kids are out of the house, man, I'm probably moving back to Raleigh, I, I fucking love it there, I absolutely love it, mm -hmm. at, least, at least that area, go get some land for a halfway decent price and just fucking, just relax, figure out a way to retire. Do this podcast and retire off this podcast. <laughs> That's the name of the game. But That's exactly what the hell I'm shooting for. I'd love to <laughs> make enough money off this podcast to <laughs> do do this. I do this bitch five five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do for work? Oh, I, I talk into a computer for three days a week. How many hours? You might have a total a total of maybe maybe nine, ten on a good week. Yeah. Do you, get, do you get paid hourly? No. <laughs> yeah, no. No. no, actually, we get paid and then I just be like, here, order this stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I go over to Chris's house once a week and then he shows me how much cash he has and I just pick the bills that I want. <laughs> yeah. This is the Connor stack. <laughs> <laughs> one for me, one for Mr. Zeroni. <laughs> Speaking of paying bills and getting paid, Let's take a break real quick and give Liquid IV some love because they have been saving my ass the last two days. You have no idea. Ah. What's going on, guys? It's Glick from Nonsensical Nonsense. And just recently, I decided to start going back to the gym. I was getting a little on the heavy side and needed to slim down, get my body right, get my mind right, you know, all that jazz. And I noticed myself feeling just a little blah after workouts and I came to the realization that I wasn't hydrating properly. Now we all think we drink plenty of water or we get some of those fancy sports drinks, but that doesn't quite cut it. Thankfully our good friends at Liquid IV 
have my bag. Did you know that in just one stick, mixed with 16 ounces of water, you get five essential vitamins like B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. It also hydrates twice as fast as water alone and has three times the amount of electrolytes of those overpriced sports drinks. And they come in convenient packaging. You can simply throw, the, throw them in your gym bag, your fanny pack, slip them in the side of your socks. Super easy to take anywhere you go. And it'll make you feel great. Rejuvenates you, feels, makes you feel energized, and definitely takes away those gym blahs. That is for sure. And with 12 great flavors, you can never go wrong. We got flavors like strawberry lemonade, Concord grape, lemon lime, pina colada, and many more. So go ahead and head on over to liquidiv.com. Use Words Are Hard and get 20% off at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Words Are Hard at liquidiv.com. <laughs> But I can't feed on the fire unless when my cup's already overfilled. Yeah. But it's on the table, the fire's Farming babies, the slaves are all working. Blood is on the table, the mouths are all choking, and I'm going hungry.
everybody, a little black time mojo featuring small town titans or small town titans featuring black top mojo with their cover of hunger strike welcome back to nonsensical nonsense everybody we got connor in the building i'm glick doing what we do hopefully you guys are already but if you haven't check out them socials facebook instagram twitter and tiktok you can hang out with us live Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays on YouTube at 7-ish, 7 p.m.-ish Eastern Standard Time. And if you can't catch us live or you miss a show and you want to get all caught up, all you got to do is check us out wherever you listen to podcasts at Zencaster, Spotify, Google, Apple, anywhere and everywhere, all at Nonsensical Nonsense Podcast. You know the drill. Give us a follow. Give us a listen. And if you'd be so kind, give us a share. What's going on, Falker? Chris, I see you in the chatter's box. Shout out to the Chatters Box. What's going on with you guys tonight? Don't be shy if you're there. We like to hang out and chit-chat with you guys. Always fun hearing from you. Connor, out there, I think around your neck of the woods out there out west. Mm-hmm. That, that out do be in the woods. Out there in... Out there in the, the wild, wild west. Out here in Mexico. I mean, El Paso. Yeah. Well, one of your neighboring states out in Tulsa. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Cool. A man was arrested after he stabbed another man mm-hmm. through the head with a flagpole. And the flag was still attached. Was it an American flag? Of course it was an American flag. Uh, it was at a Sonic. Um, uh, Tulsa Hills, uh, when officers arrived, they found a flagpole. They found a man with a flagpole through his head. That's... F- All the way through his fucking head. That's not funny, but that's fucking hilarious. The man that stabbed the guy was quoted to saying... He deserved it. (laughs) I want to know why. I want to know why, too. Uh, Witnesses witnesses, uh, told the police they saw the suspect charge the victim, stab him with the flagpole. They also reported hearing him or hearing the suspect say, that's what he gets. He deserves it. So now, there's an upside to this story. What? The man who there is an upside to the story. The oh, man who took the flag, the man who took the flagpole to the face pedophile. did survive. Pedophile, pedophile, pedophile. No, not pedophile. Damn. No, he did survive. Uh, and the only downside is that he's likely to lose an eye. That's that's a that's a lucky fucking dude. But for the rest of his life, he has a fucking cool-ass story to tell. Yeah. Yeah, like I was just minding my business at Sonic, drinking a limeade, eating a Sonic burger, and next thing I know, crazy old Larry from down the street was jamming a flagpole through my head. (laughs) (laughs) Old Glory was sticking out one side. (laughs) And the fucking penetrator was sticking out the other. 
Yeah, the suspect was arrested on site. So he was just hanging out like when the cops got there. Like, dude just jammed a flagpole, flag attached and everything through a dude's head. And then he's just hanging out waiting for his sonic order. It'd be even cooler if he like fucking threw it at the guy like Achilles. Just fuck. <laughs> like I'm see fucking the family. camera video of just. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't say that like that's. I can't say that I'm not impressed that that's. Dude, you just fucking stabbed a dude in the face with a flag and then sat down and were like, yeah, I did that shit. He fucking deserved it. Like, fuck that guy. Yeah. That's that's a dude who's not a bitch. I, I, I like it. I like the energy. I mean, I mean uh, the guy who took the flagpole to the face, that's no bitch either. My man took a whole ass flagpole with the flag attached to it to the face all the way through his head. And, and survived it. Dude, that just makes me think of uh, a lone survivor where the dude takes where the one guy gets, gets a fucking round to the head and they're like at the bottom of this fucking valley looking up and they're like, dude, they really shoot me in the head and he turns his head around and his scalp is just hanging off. And they're like, yeah, granted, that guy didn't survive, but like still just as kind of badass. You got shot in the head and you were still walking. This dude took a fucking flagpole. This dude took America to the face and lived. <laughs> right in the face. That, my friend, is an American badass. I, I, I can't say that I wish I was him, but I kind of wish I was him. I think if I was you, I would take a flagpole to the face over all the medical issues that you're having. I have I have thought so many times about just cutting my own fucking leg off, dude. It would be so much easier. So much easier. <laughs> I mean, when you get back up here to Ohio, we can arrange that. I, I have tools and stuff. Dude, I'm telling you, there's enough alcohol in the barracks that if I go there and I find somebody, they have enough alcohol to put me under for an exact amount of time. Granted, it'll take some tweaking to get the anesthesia just right. But uh, there's enough alcohol to put me out, cut open my back, cut my leg off, and fix my back. Why? Well, I, I can't fix my back. But I can definitely cut your leg off, and oh, and I can build you a I can make you a sweet ass pig leg. I want one of those fucking auto scooter things, just like souped up to high hill, like with a Tesla motor in it. Just fucking. Well, I'm not. A, I can't do that. But call call fucking Jeff. Get Jeff well, we up can, here. We can we can put we can put tracks like a tank on your on your pig leg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you switched your Crocs into four-wheel drive? Super yeah. cool. Watch this. <laughs> cut off both legs, build two peg legs, put tank tracks on them, <laughs> and then we could just put like uh, like Roman candles or something in your legs and <laughs> set them off, and you just take off down the street. <laughs> Be like that fucking that chick from uh, the spy movie. God, what's that called? Uh, the, the, the with the tailor shop in it. God, I can't remember the name of the movie. The tailor shop is like a front for a spy place. Oh, I don't know. The British people. Are you talking about the gentleman? No, not, not the gentleman. The Kingsman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The, the very the very first Kingsman, where the lady had like her fucking legs cut off that below the knee, and she just had these fucking spikes with blades on them. I want that. Well, I was gonna say that, or like, um, oh, that Quentin Tarantino, uh, Eli Roth, 
uh, collaboration where they had um, what's her face who had a, a machine gun for a leg. Death Rider, some shit like that. What the fuck? I, I haven't seen that. It's an old ass. Well, they're not old, but I'm not a big Quentin Tar Tarantino fan either. What? What? Quentin Tarantino is awesome. But no, that's that's fucking wild, dude. I'm, just, I'm well, gonna start carrying a sharpened flag in the back of my trunk. Just so that if I ever get the opportunity to, I, I get to stab a dude in the face with a flag. Just, just in case. <laughs> Why do you have an American flag in your back seat and not like hanging out the back window? Like, oh, it, it's not there for display. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a fuck around and find out moment. This is an assault flag. <laughs> <laughs> Ban all assault flags. <laughs> there, there was a mass blagging. <laughs> oh, a mass blagging. Wait, what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Easy. Oh, sorry, sorry for the hard F word. LGBTQ. My bad. <laughs> Easy. You don't want to offend golf hawk. All right, chill. My bad, LGBTQs. <laughs> LGBTQRS. <laughs> whatever the hell you're, whatever the hell you called yourself today. I don't, I don't even fucking know. I, I am all inclusive. I see. I seen a video today. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm in this algorithm on YouTube, and and it's it's kind of a crazy algorithm. But my shorts are a lot of. Um, a lot of like freaking um a lot of um oh what's his name oh little Jew guy Shapiro and 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 and, 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 and other people like him and then there's this yeah. chick that I follow on YouTube, and she does um, the comment section or whatever. But uh, it was a video of this trans person at some restaurant or something. Who's on it? Huh? Connor. Hello, Connor. Hi, um, and they were they were just making a scene for for no apparent reason at this restaurant, and this group of quote unquote Gen Zers, young cats, started fucking with them. And they're like, bro, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm not a bro. I'm a woman. Can't you tell? <laughs> they were like, it's yeah, me. Sure. Yeah, they were like, yeah, sure. Okay, whatever you want to call yourself. But you're definitely not a woman. You're a dude. And <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then they leave after clowning on him. And this guy looks at the restaurant worker and was like, I can't believe you're just going to stand there and not help me. And, let them. and the worker was like, Fuck you want me to do? You don't want out here you want attention to yourself. That's not my fucking job. You, if you're gonna start some shit, hey, my job is to simply come over and ask you what you, want, what you want to eat, what the fuck you want to drink, and make sure that you get your food and your drink. My job isn't to get into your fucking 
goofy ass shit because you're out here trying to draw attention to yourself. Somebody calls you on your bullshit. You better fucking know how to back your bullshit up. But the person who was in the video, they were like, this is what we like to see. The younger generation finally having enough of the BS. <laughs> having enough of the BSQTL. And like, you know, I'm not, I'm not shitting on them. I support them. My brochure's a member. But I don't, again, again, go back to the earlier of the show. I don't support stupid. Yeah. Yep. We're going to have a cleansing when I become God or king. <laughs> <laughs> like Circe's in 300, the God king. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to be the God king and you're going to come, you're going to go up against 300 trans women who are going to inevitably all die. But. <laughs> You will lose in the end. But I will be taught a lesson. <laughs> that I was right and they were wrong. <laughs> that, that final I don't, theme I don't think I'm going to have to worry about 300 on the woke side because once I take once I take away the warning labels, you know, that, that the stupid on both sides is going to start to fade out. The numbers are going to start to dwindle. That final scene where, where he throws the spear and it catches Xerxes' cheek. He's mm -hmm. gonna have this big ass dildo thrown at you, and it's gonna hit you right in the mouth. And Jeff will jump in front of it and catch it in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come from, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a real dick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! They got me again. <laughs> Shit. People, oh, well. you, you gotta quit throwing dildos, man. Like it's just fucked up. Dang it! Camera you guys have really back. good aim. Camera pan back. Jeff's on the ground like a dog with a bone. Oh, go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a puddle of drool underneath him. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Fucking Tom and Jerry style. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Jeff. Oh shit! You got you got me at, at the base of the shrine shooting quarters out of my ass. Yep. Take that. No, I can't say that. But take that. Take that, fucker. Pew, pew. Fuckers. That's a that's a better F word to use. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Are you just saying pew? Yeah, because my butt doesn't make noises. <laughs> Sweet sound effects. <laughs> I've got like a loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear my shotgun? Pew, pew, pew. How do you do a shotgun? Oh, we just shove a whole bunch of nails up there. <laughs> like the old style cannons, like uh, like Pirates of the Caribbean, where they're just shoving forks and shoving shit down it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Whatever's laying around in there. <laughs> No, Fire no, no, the <laughs> not the dildo. Those go to Jeff. <laughs> That's mine. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're gonna get him riled up. Just give him the fucking bone. <laughs> just, just give it to him already. <laughs> we Sit. just got him to calm down. Damn it. <laughs> Sit. He's not trained. <laughs> <laughs> He's untrainable. 
Trust me, if there's one thing I've learned in the last 25 years of being Jeff's friend, he, he is not trainable. You, he, he, he is. He, he is broken. Yeah, he is broken. <laughs> that is a defective Jeff. <laughs> he shits on the bed. He shits on the couch. He shit on top of the TV. I don't even know how he got up there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he wiped his ass on the TV like a credit card, just like you know. I tried spraying him with a spray bottle. No, <laughs> fat Jeff. But anywho, anywho, from from old flag flag face McGillicuddy out in Tulsa. Let's uh, let's let's travel up to our good friends in South Canada. In, in Minnesota, Minnesota, <laughs> South Cantonadia. Up in Minnesota, they're finally getting temperatures above 32 degrees. They're all fucking sweating their balls off. Yeah. Well, uh, Minnesota man was found in a freezer. Uh, was found dead in a freezer. Why would a man be in the freezer, you might ask? Well... I'm going to answer you. I like to party hardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely did not like to party hardy. But he was found dead in the freezer and was reportedly hiding from the cops. Again. Stupid. I reiterate, the world would be better off without stupid people. And they are easy to kill. Or unalive. <laughs> unalive. Sorry, TikTok. Or YouTube. Um, 34-year-old man was discovered in a freezer in Biwapik, Minnesota, and he had a warrant out for his arrest. Uh, he was uh, reportedly hiding from the police. According to a press release from Gilbert Police Department, Brandon Lee Bushman was discovered in a chest freezer in the basement of an unoccupied home. He had outstanding warrant for his arrest, although the police did not specify, uh, specify, words are hard, specify for what crime. But here's the thing. Unless it was like murder or pedophilia or something like that, probably wasn't wanted for anything that horrible or yeah. that bad that would, that would, Make you want to hide in a freezer. You just got tra old traffic tickets. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately for him, the freezer that he decided to hide in was one of those older style ones that yeah. when you close it, it it clicks and it like clicks and like locks. Locks from the outside. Yeah, it's got you got to pull the handle to open it. Yeah, dumbass. Uh, he did. He he said uh, it says. Uh, it was an older model uh, with the latching mechanism on the outside. When the 34-year-old climbed in, he jammed a metal lawn ornament rod from the inside of the freezer towards the latching mechanism, likely thinking that it would help him escape. Yeah. However, it didn't help, obviously. We wouldn't be telling you the story of a dead guy found in a freezer hiding from the police man's. That, that's a shitty way to die. Fortunately for him, uh, unfortunately for him, uh, it, the freezer was unplugged at the time. There was no electricity in the house, which had remained unoccupied since February of last year, or February or earlier this year. 
Um, <laughs> people said that they knew he was staying there and they seen him flee from the upstairs area of the house due to a possible police present near the residence. During the autopsy, the examiner's office determined that there was no trauma or injury to the body. Toxicology reports have yet to come out. But he's dead. And that leads me to ask the question. In your opinion, for you, speaking of, for you in general, what would be the worst way to die? Like, if you have a fear of dying, and, you know, everybody can say, I'm not afraid to die, blah, blah, blah. But everybody has that one that one fear of how to go. Yeah. Clearly, this guy, he, I would assume that you could get air to it, but apparently not. So he suffocated to death in there, and that had to be slow. Suffocating. So suffocating. If he suffocated to death, that's got to be honestly a better way to go than what I thought would have happened, which is like freezing to death. Freezing to death sucks. Oh, yeah. I've had hypothermia. That shit is horrible. You can't get warm no matter what you do. You have to like drink something hot and let it settle in your stomach. And then you got to fucking warm yourself up by the fire and your arms go numb and everything yeah. stickens up. Shit sucks. <laughs> but I would rather freeze to the, the biggest fear for me, I guess, when it comes to death is burning to death. I was going to say, I agree with you. I think that's, that's probably my biggest fear as far as dying. Cause you know, like, you, you know, that's just, like suffocation, whether drowning or like that, or 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 freezing to death, yeah, it's gonna suck. But you know how many people have 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 been burnt alive and have survived it? Yeah, that, that that's that is a very slow and painful death. I mean, the best thing you could hope for is that you succumb to the the smoke or something and you pass out and you don't yeah. feel it. Burning, burning to death is just because I'm sure most people can say they've been burnt before, and that shit. You bet if you've had anything deeper than a first degree burn, that shit is miserable. And when it and it, and it hurt burnt, for a long time. Yeah, when you're getting burnt alive, that shit is literally cooking your meat like a steak from the outside in. Mm -hmm. And you're right; it's not a quick death. You see, like all these war movies from World War II and Vietnam back when we, and Korea back when we used the flamethrower. Mm -hmm. Because the flamethrower, these dudes will get hit by it and they're burning on the outside, but they're still alive on the inside. Their brain's saying, holy shit, everything's cooking, mm -hmm. but you can't put it out. Don't matter how much you stop, drop, and roll. Napalm don't stop. And these guys <laughs> no, that's, bring, yeah, that's bring the thing. Because, that little burn you had on your hand is all over their body. Mm -hmm. Every inch of it. And I mean, oh, I've, I've talked to my my medic, uh, or my old medic, I should say, my one of my best friends. Um, he used to work EMS. And he said the worst thing that he's ever come across was a, a body that burned in the car. So you never forget the smell. It, that, like, the because smell. You, could, you could tell her, her fucking hands were like, the meat had melted to the handle on the inside and she couldn't get out. And I'm just like, that's gotta be so bad. Cause I mean, I've seen people shallow water blackout. I've watched it happen. And like, yeah, it doesn't look scary. Yeah. But when you ask them about it, it's just like, 
you're swimming, you're kind of struggling for air, and then you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Like, I can do that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. If I'm struggling for air, That's I'll suffer a little bit for maybe a minute or so, and then I'll just go to sleep. I'm, but burning to death, you're aware that you're burning to death. Well, you're, and it's one, and it's one of those things where, where, when, you know, you know, like you brought up the uh, the flamethrower, which you know, a lot of people don't understand. The flamethrower was never a weapon that was created necessarily to kill. It was a, it was a tool to clear out, like. Like during yeah. World War II and oh, and Vietnam and stuff like that, when when like the Vietnamese or the or the Japanese, you know, they they had this whole intricate tunnel systems and they would get themselves underground. So this the, the flamethrower was created. I mean, obviously it's 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 going to kill people, but it was it was meant to clear out tunnels and and, and and caves where they would get hunkered into and stuff like that. So, but when you get set on fire, you have to you also have to remember that. You know, our bodies go into a lot of a lot of times when situations come up, flight, fight or flight, and then the adrenaline gets going. So your adrenaline, if you get set on fire, your adrenaline's pumping. Mm -hmm. It's not like you just get set on fire and then you just crumple and just just burn. You're generally, yeah. like you said, you're aware. You're running around. Your adrenaline's pumping, so it's going to be harder to. I might, I would assume, harder to for the body to give out and pass out and everything else. Where, yeah, like if you're you're swimming or you know you're somebody decides to you know if somebody wraps a cord around your neck you're gonna pass out before you die right you know right. what i mean so but yeah that's one of my things i know it's not like something that's i should have to fear because i can't imagine just i don't do much where i'm just gonna burst into flames or get caught on fire but <laughs> it's it's a real fear like that out of all the ways i could go being set on fire. <laughs> that's number one. That's number one is worst way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, there's, it, a it, right. there's a documentary on Netflix. I, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's about uh, these people who went out to a volcano, this old volcano out near, I want to say Hawaii, but it's an active volcano. They used to be able to go out there and walk up the edge of the volcano, look down into it, and then go home. Well, I guess during one of the tour days, they had a, a tour out there and the the volcano erupted and people roasted to death, not from fire, but mm -hmm. from the amount of steam. Oh, yeah. They cooked to death from steam. Like I watch these, these videos of people like cooking grabs and shit. And I'm just like, that looks delicious, but that's horrific. Well, yeah, and that, and, and like you said, you know, that smell of burning flesh is one that you don't ever forget, and one that you, if you've ever smelled it, and you smell it again, you can recognize it a mile away. Uh, it is a very distinguishable smell, um, and it's, you know, they they talked to you, know, I, you know, bring up. You know, we were just talking about like the flamethrower being created, um, and then in World War II, you know, j just last week or whatever, Oppenheimer, 
or Oppenheimer or whatever opened up in the theater, which was based on the Manhattan Project, the invention of the the nuclear bomb and everything like that, and 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 the race to create a nuclear bomb between America and Germany and and, and Russia and whatnot like that. But when they dropped the bomb on Hiroshima, uh, I, I think I was kind of talking about it last week or the week before. I just recently listened to a one of my favorite podcasts, his last podcast on the left. I don't mind saying it on here because you guys should totally check them out. These these guys are awesome, especially if you're into like true crime and aliens and paranormal. They cover it all. Uh, but they did a whole six-part series on, on the Manhattan Project, which was basically the race for the nuclear bomb. But in one of their later episodes, they talked about the bombing of, of, of Hiroshima and how the people outside of, you know, that weren't necessarily in the blast radius or whatever, that were instantly killed where you, you see like the shadows on the walls and stuff like that because they were just disintegrated. But the days afterwards where you would see somebody that was just a black melted you thought was an animal and it turned out to be a human being because of the, because of the radiation, you know, and, and, and outside of the initial blast zone, they, their, their bodies literally melted and they yeah. survived. Yeah. You know, there was a, there was a story about um, three, three young girls who um, their mom left them at home. She had to go to the grocery store or whatever and she was in the city when the bomb hit. And like two days later, three days later or whatever, the girls were getting worried about their mom and opened the door and they seen this basically a blob walking or crawling towards the house. They thought it was a dog. It actually turned out to be their mom. Jesus. She had survived that shit, but, you know, the flesh was melted from her body. The, the, from the ash and the soot and everything from the explosion, it had turned her black and everything like that. Um, it was just like, that is just terrifying. Again, to say, you know, like, I, you know, that into my opinion, it's, it's got to be the worst way to fucking go out being set on fire because you may survive it. And then you've got the years of recovery because as you said, you know, I've had third degree burns, you know, um, I like my hands or, you know, whatever, doing yeah. dumb shit. And that's, you know, you can cut yourself and you go and you clean it up and you, you, you know, you put you some Neosporin and a Band-Aid on it and it don't really hurt unless you bump it or you hit it on something. You don't really think about it. When you burn yourself, even a first degree burn, that is a constant pain. I mean, you think about getting a sunburn. Some people have gotten sec second degree burns or worse from a sunburn. Mm-hmm. That is a constant 24-7 pain. That there's, yeah. there, there's not much you – I mean, you can put aloe on it, and it goes away mm -hmm. a little bit, or you can spray, like, anti-burn shit on it, but it only helps for so long. That is a right. constant fucking pain. It's oh, almost yeah. worse to survive being set on fire than to die from it. Yeah. And, uh, like, you are talking about uh, Hiroshima and Aksaki, yeah. Uh, if you've watched, have you watched the HBO special? I want to say is a series. I want to say the name of it was Chernobyl, but it's all about Chernobyl and essentially what happened with uh, whose fault it was, how the how the USSR like covered everything up. Mm -hmm. and, and oh, tried to uh, 
Was it uh, Chernobyl Diaries? Yeah, yes, I think so. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've I've watched and read so much and listened to so many podcasts on Chernobyl that that's all that that in itself is a whole another oh, yeah. bag of worms, man. Can you can you because even the firefighters because they they went to put out a fire at Chernobyl, they showed up and you've got dudes that are are trying to clean up and they're cleaning up graphite that was in the new nuclear reactor. Mm-hmm. And, and if you so much as touch it, just coming near it can kill you. And these mm-hmm. guys like picking it up with their hands. And within a minute, this dude's whole fucking arm has been like turned into rotting flesh because, yeah, just, of, the, because of the gamma rays just going straight through his arm and fucking destroying it. And the problem with it is these dudes live. They live for like two or three weeks in this I agonizing agree. pain. And with that, with that pain, I mean, they just keep living with it. And then eventually their heart just stops. But not only that, their clothing, their clothing becomes irradiated, which makes it radioactive. So these nurses and doctors and everybody can't just go in and see them in a normal, like, scrubs. They have to go in 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 a special outfit. Each nurse can only be around the, the victim for such and such amount of time because he is not just someone who's been irradiated. He is now radiating. He is now radioactive. That's the word I'm looking for. And so these doctors and nurses can only see him for like a minute or two minutes at a time. And they mm-hmm. can only give him so much pain medication because if they give him too much, he's going to stop breathing. Uh, you know what? Burning to death sounds bad, but slow radiation poisoning, like over the course of a few weeks, after watching that that show, oh, I would rather take a gun to my head. Yeah, because no, exactly. They they talk about in that they show the uh, the story of this lady whose husband is a firefighter, and she goes to see him at in Moscow. And when she goes to see him, she essentially sneaks by the nurses and everything, and goes to talk to him. And he, she gives him a hug. She gives him a kiss. Well, she's pregnant. She ends up. It was either a stillbirth or a miscarriage halfway through her pregnancy. And I'm just like, not because she was at Chernobyl when it happened, but because she was standing next to a victim who was radioactive because he was at that site. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that is horrible. That that, that whole Chernobyl uh, incident, and and or, or you know whatever you want to call it, accident, this that, or the other thing. It, it's 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 wild, and and to think that all these years later, there's quote unquote. Not many, but there's still people that have survived and, and lived in the in the exclusion zone. Yeah. Um, you know, now Cherno- Chernobyl itself, the town, which that was the other thing. Uh they were that that town that 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 that, that town that they built there at Chernobyl was so far ahead of its time. Um, as far as like technology and, and awareness, and it was one of the big reasons. That there were not as many casualties as there could have been. They were able to evacuate so fast because of the way that they had developed and and planned that city and, and planned the roadways uh, in and out and everything like that. Um, but I mean, yeah, you, you, the victims and, and you know the cleanup crew and stuff like that. They they honestly they 
they kind of had an idea what they were walking into, but they really didn't know how bad it was. Yeah. And again, I mean, you, you've got to watch that. I don't think it is the Diaries of Chernobyl. It's, it's, I think it's literally just called Chernobyl. There's a couple it's, different documentaries. I was actually it's, just it's watching. It's a series on HBO, and, and it's essentially just a reenactment of uh, how the government tried to cover everything up and how the this nuclear specialist was essentially saying, hey, like, no, if you don't evacuate the city, not just hundreds of thousands, but millions of people will die because these people get irradiated. And it's like COVID. These mm-hmm. people get irradiated, and they irradiate other people. And then, you know there could be a meltdown and then the meltdown gets into the water supply and then all this other thing. And then you kill millions of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a, it's a phenomenal show. I, I urge you guys to go out and watch it, even though they don't sponsor us. <laughs> HBO. HBO max download the max app. No, I was yeah. watching. I was watching a show today. Cause one of the other things that I'm really fascinated by, and this is another one of them wormholes I fall into on YouTube all the time is abandoned places. Mm-hmm. And there's a show on it's on discovery, but max is uh, HBO max, whatever mm-hmm. you want to, they've now they've kind of taken over the discovery ID channel. So if you have max and I love mm-hmm. the ID, channel. I love that fucking channel. It's got all, all the, the true crime and the, the paranormal stuff and the abandoned shit. And they've got a show on there, um, abandoned mysteries or whatever, but they were doing a thing on, on, uh, Chernobyl. I came home today and kind of laid down on the couch and like yesterday, I had this weird stomach thing going on yesterday. So today I've just like, just felt weird all day long. I actually wound up falling asleep on the couch before the show today, but I was watching that. And when I woke up, it was uh they were talking about chernobyl and um it's like i said the, the city itself and in the in the in the nuclear plant they were years ahead of themselves in in mm-hmm. in, in technology and 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 stuff like that and it was one of those freak accidents you know kind of like the the titanic sinking it was a freak yeah. accident. Um, it's crazy to me that the city itself is still standing. Yeah, it looks virtually untouched. I mean, outside of you know, outside of the fact that you know nature has taken over, vegetation has grown over, you know, kind of taken taken back. Mm-hmm. Uh, say it just, but it's it's. I mean. When they send documentary crews in, or people go in there and they do docu docu uh, docu series and stuff like that on Chernobyl, I mean, you literally see people just literally packed up essentials and left. Yeah, you got classrooms that still have school books, and you go into apartments and they still have, you know, there's still toys in there. There's still dishes on the table. It's like that's that's kind of wild to, me to to think about that. And it's it's crazy too, is that exclusionary zone is, is not small. No, it's a it's a big area. You watch that uh, that Chernobyl. I mean, watching Chernobyl, you, they go over uh, a couple cities away. There was uh, another nuclear um, scientist lab or whatever, and one of their uh, Rankin meters or whatever went off. 
and they were inside the building, nowhere near Chernobyl. And so the lady like goes over to the windowsill, wipes the out the dust off the outside of the windowsill, closes all the windows, takes it over to a, a different ranking meter or whatever you want to call it, and tests it. And she's like, This is a problem. She's like, so they call all of the nearest uh nuclear power plants, and like three out of the four of them are like, no, we're fine, nothing's going on here. And so they call Chernobyl, and Chernobyl is like the furthest away from all of these than, mm-hmm. all, than all of them. And they're like, nobody answered. And they call them again. Nobody answers. No, call them again. Nobody answers. And they're like, if we're getting this much here, multiple hundred kilometers away, what are they getting there? What's happening at Chernobyl? And that was like part of the reason that their secret couldn't stay quiet is because like you're getting radiation all over fucking Russia right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, um, the, um, da, 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 da. words are hard. Words are hard. I need to make a song about that. The, um, the, <laughs> right. the, uh, the actual, the Chernobyl exclusion zone is a, 30 kilometer or kilometer kilometer <laughs> kilometer zone, which is the equivalent of just under 20 miles. That's that's that zone that they have mapped out where nobody's allowed to, to enter or whatever. Um but the thing that's wild to me. Let's see if I can get a map of it here. On the map, on the map, on the map, on the map, on the map. And what's this character's name? (laughs) (laughs) What's his name again? It's a 20 mile radius zone around the plant, but um, not not just too not not too long ago, uh, Pripyat was in the news with the whole Russian Ukraine war and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, and that's in the exclusion zone. Yep. And that's where people, you know, people are still, you know, still and have since the accident have lived. Oh, that's not what I wanted to see. Yeah, the Ukraine. Ukraine. No shit. I just got I just got an email from Dubby. You smoke crack. So that is I mean that is um it's 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 a whole wild it's a whole wild thing, man. You know, there's But that got so much press and so much news. When there's been other places, wasn't there? Wasn't there a nuclear facility not too long in like um, Japan or China? Uh, they had issues with like a tsunami or something. 
Yeah, Why Japan. Yeah, Japan. Yeah, uh, fuck you, Shima. <laughs> Fukushima? Uh, the, uh, in 2011. The, uh, their power plant in Okuma, Fukushima, Japan. Supposedly, the earthquake and tsunami or whatever caused caused the reactor building uh, caused caused damage to the reactor building, and it caused all kinds of hell out there. See, why would you laugh at me? I told you it was a tsunami. What the fuck is a kalala mama? I don't know. I, words are hard. <laughs> Kilo, uh, kilometer. <laughs> words are fucking hard, Chris. <laughs> Kilomomometer. You know what? That's going to be my new project. That's going to be my new project is to make a song about how words are hard. And I will play it live on here. You're probably the, the, not that the bar is set very high, but you're probably the most uh, musically talented person on the show. <laughs> Just like I can sing high. <laughs> oh, I can sing high. Um, Anywho, anywho, any Jew, sorry. Wait, what? Sorry, sorry. German roots come out sometimes. <laughs> Says the guy. <laughs> Who am I to judge? I literally said on the show I want to do a cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> Why did nonsensical nonsense get canceled? <laughs> I don't know. Myers Connor was back for three days, for three shows, and it gets canceled. Connor was back for three days. Glick decided to do a cleansing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but everybody out in Newark said that about 50% of the population is missing. <laughs> It'd be a lot more than 50% if I did a cleansing here. <laughs> There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers in there. <laughs> I'm just it's, it's the Glick snap, 78%. <laughs> I could take out the entire east side of town. <laughs> Oh shit! Problem so, solved. So who lived? The farmers. Well, they're dumb, but only a little dumb. They're not they're real dumb. They're not real dumb. <laughs> they serve a purpose. <laughs> Listen, they take the fan belt off that tractor. They do it with the tractor still on. Mm. They do it right because they lost a finger or two. You take the fan belt off a tractor while the tractor's still on, you die. <laughs> they they don't. Yeah. They're they're a dumb they're a smart dumb. Yeah, they don't need warning labels. You need a warning label. <laughs> All right, um, you don't want to be careful when you take that off there. There'll be a test to decide if you should be cleansed or not. <laughs> take this test if you pass. There's a test. If you pass, you won't be cleansed. If you fail. The cleansing will commence. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll make it quick. Just hold this piece of graphite. Where'd you get it? Don't worry about it. Why does it say property of the USSR on it? Don't worry about it. We'll do it quick and humane, like just like they do to the cattle. Thunk! <laughs> if you've never butchered cattle, YouTube that shit. What, what is the name of that fucking movie where the dude's going around trying to kill people and he's using this fucking... The, the cow put her down thing. Cow put her down yeah. thing. 
I don't know what the, the fuck you know what I'm talking about. And just <laughs> talking about it's essentially the, like a CO2 car. Yeah. <laughs> Cal put her down her thing. I like that. It's a little wordy, but we'll change the name when I become president. <laughs> the CBDT. Good. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we'll do it. Quick and humane. Ship. Oh. You won't feel it. <laughs> Unless we miss and hit you in the eye. And then, <laughs> then oh, dang it. We pierced his ears. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> you always wanted a nose ring, right? Okay, cool. Yeah. Just like a zombie. <laughs> you gotta hit oh, oh, shit. Anywho, I'm sure. Zencaster, this is the show that you sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a real quick break. A word from our sponsors and some music. We'll be back here in a few minutes. Enjoy. What's going on, everybody? Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Or maybe you already have a podcast and you're looking for a platform that makes everything nice and easy and has all you need in one spot. Well, you're in luck. Do like we did here at Nonsense Go Nonsense and join Zencaster. It's so easy. It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guest. Feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layer backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. It sounds your best. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process make you sound buttery smooth it automatically removes those ums and ahs and your recording it removes those awkward pulses in conversation too set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with a click of a button if you have ever thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services those days are over with zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform you can create your podcast all in one place and distribute it to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations. It's super easy. We did it in nonsensical nonsense, and we are loving it. I'm so happy with it. We're growing, and that's the name of the game at the end of the day. Now, if you want to be like we like us and do like we did, then go ahead and head over to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code words are hard. And you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. And play. <laughs> and play. Studios. 
Alright, welcome back. That is our well, not really our friend, but we just like his music. Oh, Leo over at Leapfrog Studio with his cover of Don't You Forget About Me from the Don Hughes Classic, The Breakfast Club. Way before Connor's time. <laughs> welcome back to the show, everybody. He's Connor. He's getting ready to tell us a scary story. Scary stories to tell in the dark while around a campfire or whatever the name of that show was on Nickelodeon. He's Connor. I'm Glick. This is Nonsensical Nonsense. Did you know we're on social media? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok? Did you know you could watch us live on YouTube? Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m.-ish, Eastern Standard Time. Did you know that you could listen to us on some of your favorite podcast platforms like Zencaster, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, many more? Did you know that you could find us simply by putting in your Google box nonsensical nonsense podcast? I do that. Well, if you didn't, now you do. So go give us a follow. Give us a listen. Give us a share. We're greatly appreciated. Welcome back. <laughs> My boy Glick on the mic. Mic check one, two... Mic check one two one two. I got the girl with me. Like I like you. <laughs> got these fucking mic skills for days, son. I put up bars, peeps, homies. My rhymes so sick they should be crimes. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I like I like to have my margaritas with limes. I don't drink that Mexican shit. I'm American. That didn't <laughs> rhyme at all. You fail. <laughs> Damn it. How are we supposed to tell these people that we have bars and you can't rhyme something? Rhyme rhymes with lime. I'm so rhyme. gangster. It don't have to rhyme. No, 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 that's not true. I'm so sick with it, I don't have to rhyme. First off, you're 60. You're that should be the end of the point there. I look good for 60. You do. I'll give you that. You look great for 60. Bro, I'm 60. Raise your raise your hand if you don't have to walk with a walker. Really? <laughs> I can walk without it, but I'm not getting very far. Yeah, I was gonna say, how far? <laughs> I can or walk any... to this. I can walk to the stairs and then slowly fall down them. I don't think there's any slowly falling down those stairs. <laughs> you use the railing to control your fall, uh, right. but you got to make sure that the railing is weighted is rated for your weight class. Otherwise, it's going to smack you in the face. I Not think good. I don't. I, I think we both fall into the category of no stairwell or railing is weighted for us. <laughs> asking, asking you know, for us. <laughs> I'm not saying we're fat, but I'm saying we're fat. <laughs> what are your What are your stair stair railings weighted at? Asking for a friend. <laughs> I go to Home Depot and I buy a ladder. I'm not looking for a. I'm not looking at how tall a ladder is. I'm looking at what it's weighted, what the weight rating is. Chris, 
Chris, we got a we got a, a nice new studio for us to do our podcast in. Oh, sweet. Where's it at? Penthouse, 45th floor. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> I'll do it for you. There are elevators, right? I mean, yeah, but they're only rated to like 500 pounds. All right, so Connor and I are going to have to go up one at a time. <laughs> shit, shit. All, none of us get on the elevator at the same time. Well, maybe we could get on with Jeff, but I was going to say, Tony ain't no, ain't no light chicken either. Jeff is fat at 125 pounds, okay? Jeff is not 125 pounds. So. I think Jeff said he was like 165, 170. That's 100 pounds lighter than me. That boy. Yeah, but he's, he's also, also, he's also he's a foot and a half, 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 half shorter than all of us. Yeah. He's genuinely shorter than my wife. He's genuinely shorter than most people in life. Are we going back to the rhyming thing, Dr. Seuss? I don't know. Was I rhyming? Yeah. I said wife. You said life. Oh, I can't help it. It's the little things that matter, Chris. Pay attention, goddammit. I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm so sick of my rhymes that I, that I rhyme all the time. One fish, two fish. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> One fish, two fish, red fish, Jew fish. <laughs> What's the pinche dinner report? Um, Nikki brought me dinner home from, from work, so I think I got pizza and salad. Nikki hasn't made me dinner yet, so uh, I'm probably eating like chicken nuggets and the dirt off the floor. Sounds like she's getting another black eye. You know what I mean? Nah, am I right? Am I right? Ladies, you know your place. Get in the kitchen. <laughs> hey, easy. She listens to this podcast now, apparently. So <laughs> if I come on here on Wednesday and I've got fucking bruises and cuts on my face, I'm blaming you. She can't do that. That's illegal. That's that's beating on a on a handicapped person. I tried telling her that. I will, say, I will say, I will say that you know I don't really believe in all that jazz, but you know I'm, I'm very fortunate with my Nikki. She, um, she, she's an amazing, all around amazing woman. But that's one thing, you know, like if I need a beer or if she's up and I, I want something to drink or whatever, you know, she'll, she'll bring me a beer. She'll, you know, if she's making dinner, she'll ask me if I want her to make, make me a plate, and I'm like, no, nah, I'll get it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you know, she. That's I've never had that before, so that's that's, that's kind of cool. I've been I've been pretty lucky too. Uh, I haven't had to smack my wife too often. It's just every once in a while. So well, I think we're both pretty fortunate people. Well, make sure make sure if you do, you keep it between the you know waist and shoulders, and don't use a closed fist. Use like a phone book. She doesn't um, work. She won't care. If she won't. No one's gonna notice. I just won't let her out of her cage that day. Yeah. Watch what you say. Chris, how long have we known each other? Have I ever watched what I said? Chris Technician in the chatter's box. Click, watch what you say. How long have we known each other, bro? Have you ever known me to watch what I say? I just say shit. How I've not been killed and, and burn at the stake, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited uh, for the NFL season, man. Um, Friday, we are going out to PA, and, you know, Nikki and her family, they're all Steelers fans. I'm a Browns fan. 
Which is going to be depressing. But it's pretty, but, you know, preseason's back Friday. So I've been exiled to the garage by myself if I want to watch the Browns game. <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. I'm used to watching the game by myself. Uh, but it's preseason, so I'm not like – I'll watch it just to just to see the young guys um, and see the rookies that we won't get to see a lot of in the regular season. But um, – you know, college is back in a few weeks. I think week one is September 2nd. Uh, Peacock's gotten into the game. What was that? Was that your gay bat symbol? No, that was uh, that was me showing you what a winner looks like. You mean the team that hasn't won the Big Ten the last two years in a row? The team that hasn't been able to, as you guys say, beat the team up north. The team who has been fucking slaughtered two years in a row. I I just I just want to know. I mean, I understand what, that. You, I just want to know what we're betting on this year's game. I understand that you're not old enough to remember like anything past Trestle. <laughs> But I don't know what you want to bet. Well, Nikki and I, Nikki and I have we have our week, our our first our first meeting against the Browns and Steelers. If the Steelers win, I have to do a full week's worth of shows, and a Steelers shirt, and a Steelers hat. If the Browns win, she has to get her nails done in Browns colors. And one nail on each side needs to have, you know how the Cleveland Browns helmet has like like the orange helmet with the white and brown stripe down the middle? She's got to have that stripe on e on one nail on each hand. And and when we go back, because we all we go back to PA once a month. When we go back to PA, when we and we always go out to dinner and we always go see her friends and go to the bar and hang out. That whole weekend, she has to wear Browns gear. And I have plenty of Browns gear for her to wear. <laughs> so what are we betting on the OSU Michigan game? What do you want to bet? You want to do a similar bet? Nah, I want to bet your beard. My beard can't go on the line. That's actually going to go up for charity. <clears throat> shave or not shave. That charity is going to be coming. Because at first, Nikki was against it, but we were talking about it the other night. The other night we went to um, – uh, Saturday we went out for um, like a little date day thing. Went out and had got something to eat and everything like that. And, you know, she's like, I was thinking about it, and I kind of want to run with that shave or not shave for, for charity. So my beard's going up for charity. My beard definitely cannot go up for a, a, a football game, but – Fine. But, but if you want my beard on the line, if Ohio State beats Michigan, maybe I could dye it scarlet and gray or something like that. Well, I you, get, already got the, you already got the gray down. so you can just, Yeah, exactly. So I could just do either side red, and I've already got the gray stripe. Well, then what would I have to do? Oh, I'm putting you in Michigan gear. As long as you provide it. 
as long as you don't ruin it. I, I've got again. I've got uh, much like Michigan, much like Cleveland. I've got plenty. So it'll 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 not only be you have to show up on the show in Michigan gear, but I want a picture of it for for a social media post. All right, we can do the black O's in my beard as well, so that people aren't like, "Oh, he just did a red beard." Yeah, black O's in the beard, and we'll do just like an Ohio State jersey. As long as you provide. Every time you come on the on the podcast, even if it's from the break, you got to say "Go Bucks." As long as I get a hail victors from you. Hail to the victors! (laughs) Virtual bet. So it is my beard, and I have to give it go bucks. And I want you on the show in a Michigan jersey and a social media post of you in a in a Michigan jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds like a good deal. Yeah. A hail to the victors or a go bucks. And we're just calling this off of the rivalry game, right? That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a rivalry game. Okay. So, so like, like if we meet like, each other sometime down in the playoffs, that's gonna have to be a whole different bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's like like we have like you know the Browns and Steelers they play each other twice a twice a year, mm-hmm. per schedule. So we'll have two bet. Nikki and I will have two bets, and it's like you know like I said, it'll be one week worth of shows. So Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, I have to wear a Steelers shirt, which she said she'll buy because she'll keep it afterwards. And last year I last year I lost because the Steelers beat the Browns at the end of the season, and I had to wear a Steelers hat for two weeks, and I actually really like the hat. It's um. Actually, I've actually worn it a couple times since, but Nikki bought it. This is the hat. It's fitted. It's mesh. I mean, that's a sharp fucking hat. You know, I've 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 worn it a couple times since, just uh, just for shits and grins, just because I really like the fucking hat. Well, the good news is I don't watch the NFL, so I don't give a fuck. That was a OHIO, Chris Technician. <laughs> that's about the uh, level of IQ of Ohio State fans. They can and spell out ICO. They they can they can use their hands to spell out Ohio, and then they can ask if you want paper or plastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Would you like your Big Mac supersize today? Oh, you're an Ohio State graduate, aren't you? <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. I can't. Ohio State is a very you good guys, college. You guys get fucking, what, bulletproof vests every time you order a kid's meal at McDonald's? <laughs> no, how's, how's, Ann Arbor, how's Ann Arbor treating you? <laughs> That's little brother. That's farty. <laughs> we can both agree that we both hate Michigan State, right? <laughs> Yes, but I hate Clemson more. I'm with you there. I hate Clemson. That's Cam's team. Clemson's Cam's team. So when you go back to Charleston, you're gonna be a Gamecock. Uh, well, when when I moved to Charleston, I think I've, I think I've told this story before. But when I first moved to Charleston, uh, I, I the where I was working at, I was working at Aaron's. I ain't no big deal. I ain't ashamed of it. I had a job and I was making money. But I was working at Aaron's when I first when I first moved to Charleston because I couldn't find a job because everybody kept telling me I was overqualified. You know, I had applied at the hospitals, colleges, apartments for maintenance and stuff like that because 
So they do construction stuff and building maintenance and whatnot. And I kept getting told I was overqualified. Uh, so I started working at Aaron's and one of my customers one day, he was like, I was wearing my uh, a Michigan hat. He was like, you're down here in SEC, uh, ACC country. You got to pick either Clemson or South Carolina. I said, what the fuck is Clemson? I never even heard of Clemson, and neither did 90% of the country. Nobody knew who the fuck Clemson was. And I was like, no, nah, I'm a Michigan fan, bro. And I'll be a Michigan fan until I die. I've been a Michigan fan my whole life. He's like, that's not how it works down here. I said, oh, yeah, who's your favorite team? He said, Clemson all day. I said, yeah, okay, well, I like South Carolina. So, and, but I was already, I, like, I was already familiar with the Gamecocks because I like baseball and I like college mm -hmm. baseball. And South Carolina Gamecocks, they were, they were that team in college baseball for a long time. So I was like, fuck it, I'll be a Gamecocks fan. Oh, yeah, you would. I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm from the Big Ten country. Y'all bitches ain't nothing in the ACC. You're good in basketball, but you're irrelevant as fuck when it comes to football. <laughs> the only reason that Clemson is good is because the ACC is garbage. <laughs> so I was rooting for South Carolina, but I was still a Michigan fan. Well, yeah, no shit. But like when I go down there, well, when I was down there, I preferred to see the Gamecocks win just because I like an underdog and Clemson sucks ass. I fucking hate them. Yeah. I'm still salty about the last national championship one then. Yeah, it happens. But I see I see the post. I see I see the post today. I think it was a buddy of mine. He's a jackass. And he posted a picture from what's his name? JT uh Barrett. Sure, why not? And it was when they played Michigan. And it was like, is this a first down or not? And, of course, the Ohio State fans were like, it's a first down. And I had to go in there and break it down in the comments and go, it's not where his head is. It is where the ball is. And the ball is clearly not past the first down mark. It was like a fourth and one or some shit like that. Yeah. And, they, and, it ruled, and, and it was ruled um, not a first down. So I had to break it down. And then I had to listen to all the fucking idiot Ohio State fans go, it's a first down. Michigan chicken. I said, why are we worried about this? It, it, you lost by 20 plus points. Do you easy. think that first down was going to change the outcome of the game? <laughs> easy now. Easy. Relax. I'm just saying. I was like, but regardless, it is where the spot of the ball is. And the spot of the ball was clearly behind the line. That's why it was ruled. You know, the way it was ruled, you guys are fucking morons. Well, fuck it. Ohio State is the best team in the whole country. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, is that why Georgia's won two national championships in a row? Because they seem to be the best country, the best team in the country right now. I'll tell you <laughs> what. If we would have won that Georgia game, we would have won the national championship. It, I, I, I agree. Uh, you know, if anybody would have beat Georgia – they would have won the national. Georgia's Georgia's top tier right now. I mean, and and no. they're a legit badass fucking football program. It feels like they uh, they took Alabama's spot. Um, I know one thing had TCU not had the refs helping them beat Michigan. Um, Michigan wouldn't have wouldn't have gone and gotten embarrassed like TCU did. 
They should have called that game after the first quarter. Let's be honest. TCU got bent over their knee and fucking spanked. They got prison graped. That was embarrassing. They got, they got prison gangbang graped. The bet the best games of that of the na- national championship seizure stroke. Uh-oh. The best two games were the the semifinals. Ohio State and and um, Ohio State and fucking Georgia and mm-hmm. and Michigan and TCU. Yeah, I mean, they were by far the best. Oh yeah, they were way better than the so actual Yeah, no that that national championship game. The the ratings were just fucking ass, dude. You want to you want to talk logistics and shit like that? The 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 ratings of that game were just ass. Yeah, it was disgusting how low they were, but. And I know no shade on TCU because, yeah, they were a good football team last year. They sh- there's no rhyme or reason for the beatdown that happened like that, and as fast as it took place, mm-hmm. uh, especially after you know because they looked good against Michigan. Michigan should have won that game. There were a few bad calls, and the referees even came out after the fact and said, "Yeah, we fucked up." Oh, <laughs> a little late now, dumbasses. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but but you know, Michigan was no, you know, say what you want, whether you're a fan or not. Uh, they're no slouch, they have one of the top tier defenses and one of the most high powered offenses in, in college football, and, and a team that'll score on you in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? But now I'm curious to see how this season we got the first four games without Harbaugh. However, recruiting shit. But what happened, what happened with Harbaugh? It was something with recruiting. Um, I don't know. Supposedly, he had he did something that he wasn't allowed to do with recruiting or something. I don't know. Every 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 head coach does things like this when they're trying to recruit guys and stuff like that. But yeah, it's no big deal. I mean, kind of like Penn State. I think they blew that a little out of proportion. Well, that's (laughs) no things happen. Coaches do stuff. It's okay. (laughs) I mean, punishing punishing the players was a bit extreme, in my opinion, because what happened in Penn State didn't have an effect on the team winning or losing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So punishing the players and vacating wins and, and stuff like that, that was shitty in my opinion uh, because it's not like Sandusky diddling little boys in the shower gave them an advantage to win. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? But that was a bit extreme in my, in, in my opinion, but getting rid of Paterno uh, and shit like that, anybody who knew about it, absolutely fucking – Cut the heads off, well, not not literally cut their heads off, but figuratively cut the head off and, and and start over fresh. But the players who played on those teams and the wins and 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 not being bowl eligible and this that, and the other thing, that was a bit much because you got guys who did nothing wrong in any way, shape, or form that got punished for the actions of other people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of like when um 
what was it? Uh, was it um, Fickle? Luke Fickle, yeah. Or Trestle that didn't report the domestic violence bullshit. Mm, that was that was Fickle. Yeah, yeah. The, that, problem that, the problem that ran up with with Trestle was that he knew that his guys were getting paid. Yeah, well, see, and that and those guys again, not a benefit, but those kids themselves broke the rules. They should be punished. But fickle thing, like the kids that are on the field, they had nothing to do with that. Don't they don't have to suffer mm -hmm. because of his actions? That that's fucked up to me. Now, if you know, like with the incidents where they the the, the athletes were getting paid, they were getting special treatment, and as a guy who worked there when and seen firsthand and I worked down you know down on campus when I was bouncing and there was bar owners who were letting 18 19 year old kids in their bar and serving them and putting them in VIP because they played on the Buckeyes I'm like yo you really gonna risk your whole ass fucking liquor license your 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 not just your liquor license your whole business your your business, you know everything, just because you're on campus and you're a campus bar, and you got a couple douchebag college football players. I mean, I don't care what team it was. Like, I'm not putting my life and my money on the line for an 18, 19, 20 year old kid if I own a bar. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck who you are. Come back when you're 21, bro. You know the rules. And what the hell was that? My cane fell onto my printer. Oh, and and, 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 those, and those kids know better too, and that's the thing. I mean, say for instance, the cops roll up in there, and you you've got a whole bunch of Ohio State football players, or regardless of where you are, Florida, Oklahoma, Texas, you roll up into a bar, and you got a whole bunch of underage football players. Some of them being starters. Uh, that's going to affect your football team because of their piss poor decisions. That I don't agree with, but. You know when these when these when these kids are out there busting their ass on the field, and their coaches are doing wrong. I hate when 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 they have to suffer because of the actions of of their coaches and shit like that. That shit irritates me, and that's one thing I didn't like about the whole Penn State thing um, was because there was guys who had nothing to do with it, and there was kids who. You know, played there and were were committing to go to Penn State and and stuff like that. Who got punished? I didn't like that at all. So it's cool that with the sanctions that came down on Harbaugh for whatever it was with the recruiting issues and stuff like that, um, he's the one that's being punished. He he's not he's not going to coach the first four games of the season. Uh, and the and the and the guys aren't the, you know the kids on the field aren't being punished for for his actions, so they're going to be able to go out there and do their thing and do what they do, and that's win. All we do is win, win, win. <laughs> plus, plus, like our first four games, you know, it's it's like everybody in in college football. You get your fluffs out of the way. Um, that was Michigan's schedule. We play East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers the first four weeks. Rutgers can be a bitch sometimes. 
Eh, sometimes you never really know what you're going to get out of the, out of out of Rutgers. They're you know. Then yeah, Harbaugh comes back. Yeah, Harbaugh comes back from Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan State, Purdue. We play Bowling Green at night. In the uh, in the crevice. <laughs> in the crevice. Yeah, that place that you guys call a football stadium. That's the big house, sir. The big yeah, house. big, big, big ass armpit. I don't know. It's got some sort of gay name. That's all I know. But uh, yeah, I I have not started to follow college football enough this year. I don't know what our starting lineup is going to look like. You guys come back to, you guys come back to Ann Arbor this year, right? Yeah, we're in uh, we're in Michigan. I wish that was a night game. Ooh, damn, your boy is stacked. Noon. As of right now, there's only one night game on the schedule. That's because nobody gives a fuck about Michigan football, so who's going to watch it at night when they could have watched something else during the day? Shit. Shit. They're like, wow, this isn't entertaining at all. These guys fucking suck. Yeah, that's just because they annihilate everybody they play. Click back to Jeopardy. Alex. Let me remind you. Two-time, two-time Big Ten champions. Do we need to count the the number of times in the last decade that Ohio State has had that title? Do we need to count the number of times overall who has had more? Okay, but I wasn't alive back in the Stone Age. It doesn't count. <laughs> like I said, you are not old enough to remember why John Cooper got fired. Uh, what's Ohio State doing? I don't even know. That's what I was just saying. It's just I don't. I haven't followed uh, you guys college football see- enough yet. Yeah, you guys start the season against Youngst or uh, Indiana. We do play Youngstown at some point. Yeah, week week one is Indiana. Week two is Youngstown, then Western Kentucky, and then Notre Dame. Oh yep. wow, Notre Dame! And then Notre Dame decided to come back into the Big Ten and get their ass whooped again. Penn State. Then you got a bye week. Yeah, Maryland, Purdue, Penn State, Wisconsin. Yeah. Rutgers, Michigan State, Minnesota, and then Michigan to end the season. Oh, we don't play MSU? Yeah. It's later on in the season. Wow. I didn't know. The only Big Ten school that Notre Dame is playing this year. Uh, yeah, you play MSU. Two weeks before you play Michigan. That's that's usually what it is. I, I didn't hear you say it. But I'm yeah, your last three games are Michigan State, Minnesota, and then and then Michigan. Okay. Michigan plays Michigan State sucks again this year. Dude, they were fucking dog water last year. Dog yeah. water.
my birthday week, we should get two wins. <laughs> we play uh, we play Minnesota on the seventh and Indiana on the fourteenth. <laughs> my birthday is right in the middle of those. <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I'm ready for college football. I am too, man. And we're moving back to Columbus. Oh, I'm excited. Moving back. Nobody's excited to move back to Ohio. Calm down. I actually am. I got in the car earlier today and it was 113 degrees outside. It does not matter how fucking well your AC works. It don't beat 113. No, it was um, it was kind of chilly here today. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like right now, it's 60 degrees out. Tomorrow it's only gonna be 83, 84 on Wednesday, 80 on Thursday, 84 on Friday. The weekend's gonna be close to 90s. Do you know how gay I would become to steal your weather? Just for a day. I mean, you've done a little, you've gone gay for a lot less. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you think that a rusty trombone is, is getting down and dirty with the gay. I've got more up my sleeve. With the gay. <laughs> Bring in the gay noise. I load and reload those quarters with my tongue. Whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty, that's, you know, that's some impressive flexibility considering your back issues. You know, back issues have made me stronger in other areas. It's like, you know how a blind man usually, like, gets better hearing? Better I hearing, gotten, better smell, better sense of taste. I have gotten better tongue strength. Because now that I'm crippled, I can't I can't get her to stop sitting on my face. You sound like you're complaining. No. The only reason I'm complaining is I do like air. Much like Ivan Drago said in Rocky Four. If I <laughs> he dies. How'd you kill your husband? Ah, that ass. You die a national fucking hero if that's how you go out. I tell Nikki that all the time. <laughs> She's like, am I supposed to hover? Or no, sit. Sit. If I die, it's okay. I go out a hero. <laughs> I have a hero's funeral. You know what? I'm just going to put my head between your legs. You pop it like a watermelon, okay? I, I get I get a statue erected of me. <laughs> <laughs> I get a I get a statue erection every time. Yeah. I am I'm a man among men. I would go down in fucking history if I died. Yeah, like they, they tell stories about me to their this passed down generations. Gather around, grandchildren. They, let, they let sing songs of my they sing songs of my adventures. Yeah. Gather around, grandchildren. <laughs> Let Grandpapa tell you the story of the magnificent Click, who's a true hero of our time. He <laughs> was a man who did not fear death. Suffocated, not in the fold. No, 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 no. He suffocated in the jungle above. 
he welcomed death <laughs> and gave his life the ultimate sacrifice Yay. between the eyes. Yeah, there were 42 triple Ds. <laughs> he yet motorboated on. <laughs> <laughs> he dove deep between the thighs. <laughs> Into looked, the as a He looked at it slowly, thinking about what he was about to do. And he realized it didn't matter if it was done or not. He was done. So he did it. And he stuck his thumb in that chocolate hole. Huh. Huh. Ah. <laughs> ben will weep at the feet of my statue. <laughs> Not because they're sad. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a hell of a way to go. All right, buddy. I got to call it because I can hear my kids getting yelled at. Which means I'm about to get yelled at. Hit him with the elbow drop. Mm-hmm. Not your man. Stop eating dinner and it's eight o'clock here. So hit him with hit him with the hit him with the macho man. Oh yes, the macho man Connor Myers. Macho <laughs> man Randy Sanders. Sanders. Randy Savage. 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 Dude, I keep <laughs> having strokes. See the body Ventura for a second. <laughs> I'm a Navy SEAL. I will sing you a song before you go to bed. You boy, uh, oh, you guys are going to catch some stunners. Yeah. Yeah, All right. But I got to go. This is the small one's room. So the small one. Ah. Pizza, the pizza goblin. Another room is mine. Yeah. Well, this is his room, so he's going to get changed in this room. And, well, I'm not doing that on nonsensical nonsense. Yeah, it would be. Jeff is starting to murder his kids on the show. The pizza but, bandit is in the building. You say bye, quick. Bye, guys. Have a good day. School tomorrow. Okay. okay. Eat, your pack, eat your lunch. That's packed. <laughs> eat your packed lunch, not the pizza. Okay. Tomorrow, okay. all they have is Brussels sprouts and black broccoli. Yeah, good. broccoli's good. I like broccoli. And green beans. Broccoli's really good. I like string beans. Go with you another wrestling match tomorrow, bud. <laughs> he will not eat green beans. Every time we try and feed him green beans, he throws up. So, but if anyway. you don't eat your veggies, you don't get no pudding. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go. Uh, I'm delaying too long. There's a, there's an angry lady in the background. I see her back there. She's contemplating murder. I'm surprised she's not done by now. If, if she hasn't done it by now, she won't do it. But You're anyway, good. love you, Glick. Love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. And that was Connor, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you guys like seeing Connor come around. He's going to be around a lot more often. We uh doing a little... Little, little, uh, little changes to the show, you know, adding a little bit of this, a little, 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 little different. I'm not going anywhere, unfortunately for you guys. I'm not going anywhere, but you know, things are changing for the guys. You know, Jeff and Tony. Um, Jeff said it on here multiple times. He's going to be moving to France, and you know, 
it's a big time difference there. You know, we start our show, it'd be like two o'clock in the morning there. So I'm not really expecting him to make every show like we like we do now. Um, so you know, we got Connor coming in, he can fill in that that void. Um, you know, hopefully we can get Cam adjusted and Cam wants to be on the camera. Um so we're gonna get to see more Cam. Tony's right now doing swing shifts. We don't know how long that's gonna last. So he's not going to be able to make it during the week because he works six days a week. But we're still getting uh, we're still getting acclimated with Connor. But changes changes are coming. But you know it's what we do here. We 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 change and we adapt and we have fun. Anybody else who might be interested in um, you know oh hey I'd like to do a podcast really well let me know. And we'll bring you up and see how you do. And if we like you, maybe we can uh, throw you into the mix. If we don't like you, well, then we'll, we'll throw you in the pit. <laughs> no. But, um, you know, the show's growing. It's evolving. Um, kind of, you know, I got to give Jeff credit. You know, he's he's – He's been with me since day one. We started the show together. Uh, you know, we we added a third day. Jeff was doing it for a little bit, and and, and it just got too much when with with his work schedule. And we added Tony, and, and and Tony's been a great addition, and he's been able to to be here all week long with me. But you know, at the same time, gotta work. So now we throw in Connor into the mix because. You know, everything that he's gone through and been going through, he's got more time. He's more available. And it's something that he's wanted to do. And I know Cam's wanted to do it as well. So, you get, you get look, five faces, man. You get five faces, five voices. Not, it's nonsensical nonsense. Unfortunately, you're always going to be stuck with me because it's my shoe. Just kidding. No, I'll always be here. But it's nice to know if I do take time off, if I want to out of town or or whatever um you know i can go out of town and there's going to be guys here that'll do the show without me so but anywho with that being said i'm gonna wrap this bad boy up hopefully you guys enjoyed the show tonight if you're not already go ahead and check out them socials facebook instagram twitter and tiktok we're live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 7 p.m.-ish on YouTube and Twitch. You can hang out with us, shoot the shit, all that jazz. Get in the chatters box. We like hanging out with you guys. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and check us out wherever you listen to podcasts at. All at Nonsense School Nonsense Podcast. Not hard to find. And the great thing about it is if you find one of our accounts, just one, there's a little bio link. Bio.link slash Nonsense School Nonsense. That'll give you everywhere to find us, including links to our sponsors like Liquid IV. Get your hydration right. Y'all get some Liquid IV. Get properly hydrated. LiquidIV.com. Promo code words are hard. Save yourself 20% at checkout on your entire order. If you're a podcaster, whether you're new to the game or you've been doing this for a long time and you're trying to find some place to distribute, get, get that proper distribution, get that proper growth on your side. Zencaster.com, 30% off your first month's paid plan. Words are hard. Duh. And the newest sponsor, W Energy Drinks. Man, I can't wait. 
I want to looking forward to trying them out and looking forward to checking them out. Uh, but in the meantime, you guys can go to w.gg, place your order. Words are hard promo code. Bada bing, bada boom. You save you some money at checkout. And you can thank us later. Speaking of W, like I said, are you tired of the monsters and the Red Bulls and all those others that leave you feeling jittery? And I leave you with that with that sudden bang, that crash at the end. You come down, you crash fucking hard, and you got to crack open another one. Why are you not checking out W? W Energy Drink. It's a powder drink. You mix it with some water. No jitters, no crash, and none of the extra unhealthy bullshit. They got vitamins in this bitch. It's actually good for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> so go ahead and go to WGG. Go to W.GG. Use our promo code. Words are hard. Get your discount and get your energy on. With that being said, we're going to wrap this bitch up with a little Matt James from Blacktop Mojo. Go ahead and check out Matt James and Blacktop Mojo on all social media. Show them some love. Check out their tour schedule. They are on tour right now. They might be coming to a town near you. Go show the guys some love. Go see them in concert. I promise you, you won't be disappointed because they put on a hell of a show. And they sound amazing. Rain on the rooftop I'd give anything For the clouds to break The weatherman says That it won't stop The same shade of grey Just a different day Well I'm going crazy Stuck in this house Climbing the walls And screaming out loud There might be rain On the rooftop I'm just trying to wait Stuck in this storm that you left me in 
Bada bing, bada boom. Matt James, lead singer on Blacktop Mojo. Hell yeah. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all hanging out. Hopefully you enjoyed the show tonight. We're kind of all over the place, but it is what it is. <laughs> what do you expect from us? We will see you Wednesday night for a brand new episode. Might be a little bit different. Not sure yet. I'm working on some things behind the scenes, working on some stuff. But with that being said, in the words of Jeffrey, a these is Tony D would tell you, mother had you, mother made you, mother fuck you. Stan would go pick his wife and cuddle his dog. I really don't know what's going on in that situation, but I don't know. It is what it is. Connor, we really haven't figured out what Connor says at the end of the show, but we got to get that one figured out. We got to get that worked out. We got to work out the details. Our man, the big dog himself, said, Peace out. Hey, calm down. <laughs> With that being said, be good. Or be good at it. And remember, WWNND. Goodbye, motherfuckers.